Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Look out. Here comes the Spider-Man. <laughs> And my pants are off. What is going on? <laughs> Dude, I would totally be like a free-range flamingo master. Broadcasting live from the internet, it's Tuesday night, and this is the Panels on Pages.com podcast. With your host, Lee Rodriguez. Ooh, look, I switched ahead around. Eat a dick. Jason Nye. Does Nick Fury look like a bitch? Then why are you trying to fuck him, Brad? And Jose Guzman. Don't tickle me. You won't <laughs> like me if you tickle me. <laughs> I'm going to blank you so blank down there, I'm just going to leave a mess where I'm yes. done. <laughs> Check it out. Pee-pee in my mouth. So strap in and shut up. We've got a show to do. Oh, what's going on, folks? Today is Tuesday, February 10th, 2015, and this is episode number 90 of the panels on pages.com podcast. I am sick as hell, and I'm your host, Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez. And joining me tonight on the line, we got Mr. Jason Nyes. Saw Seth Rollins, dick. <laughs> uh, Jose Guzman. How long till it comes out that Disney paid North Korea? <laughs> and uh, joining us uh, because of what Nyes described to me in a text message as his Marvel Cinematic Universe boner, uh, Dan Mahoney. Baba Habana. <laughs> oh man so um yeah big news week couple of big couple of days honestly man. yeah big doings motherfuckers yeah, big couple of days um so fucking lots of to get to this but i gotta bleed through a little bit i don't have a whole lot happy to talk about personally uh been a rough you week sound as, awful as you can tell i sound better than i did you sound uh, like I'm, you haven't had any hot water all, the entire week yeah, I, I, ooh, yeah. There's that too. So, Tennessee, the missus, much sicker than I am. Uh, she had a respiratory infection, two ear infections, and like early set bronchitis. Shit, uh, I got yeah. bronchitis. So she's all, uh, you know, she's getting that taken care of. Uh, the kid, the baby, has a t- touch of the bronchitis, maybe a little streps. He's not, he's on the mend. Um, I got whatever the fuck's happening in here. We're all, we're all unwell, except for my daughter Zoe. She's fine, so she's the carrier. She's immune. <laughs> the secret to our health may lie in her bones. Drink her blood. Could be, <laughs> could be in her blood. So, while we're dealing with all that, uh, Friday, Mrs. decides she's going to go take care of herself finally and go see the doctor. On the way out, she notices a stream of water in the garage, which originates at our water heater. So that's fun. Call the plumber. Plumber says, yeah, the thermostat has completely, there's like a hole in your thermostat. I've never seen that before, but that has to be what happened. Because I learned a lot of some shit about water heaters and I had to replace mine. So I actually know some shit about these. And I'm like, okay, great. But I don't have like the tools or the part, whatever. 
So we call the number on the side. It's all under warranty. But no one sells the part locally. So we have to have the part shipped. And even though they're going to overnight it, you know, nothing delivers on Sunday. So we have no hot water in the house between Friday and Monday. Nothing delivers on Sunday except for the Lord's word. Except for the Lord's word, <laughs> which Did you does nothing you to keep me warm. <laughs> Did you tell them you have service you must get to? I got papers. I got papers, son. I got. Oh, I got fucking wafers to be given out, dogs. I need hey. hot water to wash the sins off of me. Oh, yeah. So many sins. How am I supposed to be baptizing with ain't no water? So we, you know, just use wine, dog. Just go use- to <laughs> we go to uh, my brother and his fiance's house. Like, hey, we're gonna fucking you know have some showers. You know, go at least in cold water. We can at least flush the toilets. Which is a huge step in the right direction. Nicole takes a shower and apparently uses up all the hot water they had because their healing element is also broken and they had no hot water when we left. (laughs) We come come to take your water, bitches. So the fucking six of us descend upon (laughs) our mom's house and take all her shit, but her shit is still working. In the meantime, uh, her son, Max, has like a horrible stomach virus and starts puking everywhere. Again, no hot water to clean it up. Like, it's terrible. <clears throat> Fucking guy shows back up on Monday to fix it, replaces the part. Everything's cool. Granted, all fucked up. My nose is okay. Nicole's nose really, really clogged up full of snot. Can't smell shit. So I walk into the garage. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, why do I smell gas everywhere? And there's a fucking, like, he didn't tighten the shit on the water heater. There's gas leaking everywhere. You know, could have blown my goddamn house up. So I'm livid. I tighten that shit up, fix that up, whatever, you know. Everything's fine. That's yesterday. Get up this morning, walk out. More gas smell. Turn the shit off again. Lose my mind. They call the Roto-Rooter guy. He comes back out again. Says he fixes it. I come home tonight. More gas smell. I found the source of it. It's the pilot line that goes down from the thermostat. Point being, this fucking trained professional left my house twice with a natural gas leak (laughs) going and did not fix it the first time he was called to fucking fix it. So I'm going to call Roto-Rooter in the morning and lose my goddamn mind. I would like you to record that call because you sound ridiculous. So with you <laughs> with you screaming at the rotor rooter guy, it's just going to be amazing cuz you're going to be like and then the fucking <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's going to be a lot like that. Yeah. It's going to be a lot like that. And I, I'm, Bear I'm just, with me. I don't call like I don't bitch about what, a lot of the things like to I don't call places back. No, but, but like attempted murder my house up twice. Attempted murder is, you know, that's that's bitchable yeah. worthy. Yeah. Two times. Two two times. Twice. And he left me a bill for 200 bucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. I wouldn't write that check. No. No. Something tells me that will be going in the trash. Yeah. There's no fucking way. <laughs> <laughs> Tell him you'll take that $200 out of Roto-Rooter's ass. <clears throat> Not a goddamn chance they're getting that. No way. Oh, so fucking mad. Okay. <laughs> I got home with the kids 
Nicole follows behind me. She gets home a few minutes later. I just walk out. I'm carrying this giant fucking wrench. I just walk out and go, what did he do? <laughs> She's like, I don't, I don't know. Like, what the fuck? What the fuck did he do? What he was here? What the fuck? What happened? What did he do? Because there's still fucking gas mill in the garage. Like, what the fuck did he? And she goes, I don't. Why are you yelling at me? It goes, I'm not yelling. I'm like, this motherfucker's not here. What did he do? <laughs> like, and then I figured it out. I just, I just sprayed some soapy water on the shit and just bubbles everywhere. Yeah. Like, oh god, just giant bubbles. Yeah, I was, I was so fucking mad, you guys. <laughs> so fucking mad. <laughs> That's ridiculous. I so had fucking mad. No idea. No, he had no idea. Well, I'm, no I'm glad idea. you were still able to join us tonight. Oh, despite your health and your near-death experiences. Yeah, yeah. fucking attempted manslaughter. Rotor Rooter twice trying to kill you. I'm so goddamn mad, you guys. <laughs> I thought me and Lee both have stories about almost exploding. Oh, <laughs> oh in the same episode? Same episode. Oh, we on fire. By all means, Jose, do tell, sir. <laughs> no, no one be on fire. <laughs> well, the, the the last two weeks, because this motherfucker got a job. <laughs> I thought you had like seven jobs. And then he lost them all. <laughs> yeah, and then, oh. and then I, got, I got fired for eating cheese, and then I got fired for shit two years ago. Ain't that some shit? That's well, so I was staying at the lady's house, and we're at the gas station. She's pumping gas. And I put my hand in my pocket, and I feel a lighter. And the first thought in my mind was, cool, lighter. Let's turn it on. <laughs> so I put my hand in my pocket, grab the lighter, pull it out, and fucking turn the lighter on. She flips out, and then I realize what I just did. <laughs> and I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> and then I yell at her. Johnny's at home, Jose. Where were you? At the, at Wawa, at the gas station, at the but pump specifically, the gas station. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I yell at her for pumping gas while I'm lighting the lighter. <laughs> like, what were you thinking? <laughs> I got a lighter going, and you're pumping gas. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then and then like I'm shocked. She's shocked. And the whole ride home, I'm like, wow. In another galaxy, in an alternate universe, we fucking exploded. <laughs> You're fucking salsa right now. Like, I'm going to use that on the Rotor Reader guy tomorrow. All of this, this <laughs> might not even be real. I might not be here. This might be like my afterlife. We Aww. may have exploded. I don't know. Man. I'm going to use yeah. that rotary guy tomorrow. In an alternate reality, you blew up my fucking kids yesterday. <laughs> Jose, that is if an you, excellent thing to say to if him. If you blew yourself up, Jose, I would have been so mad at you. <laughs> I would have been so displeased. I can only imagine the message I would have got from Nye being like, fucking Jose blew himself up at the gas station. And I would have been like, what? Oh my god, that's terrible. And he'd be like, I know, the videos aren't even done being edited yet. He's got all the hard drives. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so kids, don't do this at home. We're paid Denim professionals. Denim in the chat says that he does do it at home. He says that uh, he smokes while pumping gas, and it's all good. It's safe. Really? So, oh. first of all, I don't trust Denim's uh, recommendation as a fire marshal for the for even the littlest bit. 
And second of all, Denim, you have told me multiple times that you stopped smoking. So <laughs> knock it off. Don't be an asshole, Juan. Juan. You know, it would be nice. Yeah. You, Let this, me show you something. <laughs> this could have all been prevented if maybe gas stations would put up a few signs around the gas pumps to like not smoke or not light or, fire or anything like that. Maybe women can learn not to pump gas while I'm flicking lighters. <laughs> Oh my God. My he favorite got... fucking hashtag feminist. <laughs> my favorite gas station sign is the one that says, Jesus Christ, don't get back in your car. You'll blow up. <laughs> yeah. I love how Jose whispered into the mic to say that joke. <laughs> uh, hey. He knows where his bread's buttered. <laughs> oh, it, oh, it gets buttered. <laughs> Sometimes toasted. <laughs> I, uh, you almost I, got toasted. I haven't seen it on Facebook, but I'm hearing that Kerouac recently got a new toaster. <laughs> Is that right? <laughs> that was quick. That's a really. I don't know if he's even got the old toaster out of the kitchen yet. <laughs> <laughs> I guess one is on its way. <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck? Oh, that's my favorite metaphor I've heard in a long time. It's like series one, meet series two. <laughs> this one, the first has got four slices. We're going to need that uh, you're <laughs> This We're going to uh, leave your towels because we're going to need them. <laughs> this toaster burns an image of a cat into the toast. <laughs> <laughs> we're horrible. Dark. But yeah, congrats. Congrats. What's going on with you, guys? Besides sometimes it's up. great, sometimes <laughs> a whore. It's Kerouac's relationship Sunday. corner. Break! Oh, no, no break. <laughs> <laughs> I, ha- I have everything checked. My bad. Oh, for me, what has been going on this week is me and Mary have been uh, house and apartment hunting. So that has been taken up. A whole lot of our waking hours. We went out this weekend and hit a bunch of places. And man, you know, it, it seems like a real arduous, pain in the ass process. But me and that woman, we're fucking great together. We're awesome. <laughs> the it's one of those situations where after about three stops, you would think you would start hating each other and want to murder each other. But no, we were on the same page and we fucking killed it. We were. Uh, you know, making our way along, you know, hitting apartment after apartment, and then we were going towards this one apartment, uh, kind of getting towards the, the uh, as my wife likes to say, the uh, darker side of the crayon box, <laughs> and we're getting into this area, and we're about to pull into this apartment complex, but we can't because a funeral procession is crossing in front of the apartment complex. (laughs) And we say, you know what? I think that's a sign. Let's go get some lunch. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I hit a bunch of a few houses on Saturday. Uh, So we're hitting a a couple more this week and this weekend, and then hopefully putting in an application somewhere. And hopefully uh, my horrible life decisions don't get us uh, (laughs) disapproved from wherever we want to go i keep telling I my wife myself i keep telling my wife as uh 
we're going along this process. I just keep telling her, I'm sorry I ruined your life. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But she thinks it's adorable. Uh, Other than that, uh, watch the uh, mid-season premiere of The Walking Dead, one of the best Walking Dead episodes of the entire series. See, now you got me really excited about it, and then I was really bored. (laughs) Whoa! See, I, I just think it was something different, something interesting, and I, I really like the way they, they framed the whole thing. With the- See, I was into the idea of them finding Noah's place and then kind of maybe trying to settle again. But then, like, when it, I don't know, I didn't like that so much of it was spoilers, kids. Uh, I didn't like that so much of it was Tyrese's fever dream. See, but that, I thought that was cool. I thought that yeah. whole thing was cool. That's Bring, exactly what I liked. It was Bring, cool seeing some of them come back. It was kind yeah, of neat. So some of the, the cameos back. were good. And I liked how the the opening of the show you assumed was about Beth, but it was actually clips from later on in the show, and it was about Tyrese. And yeah, I, there was I, some good stuff in it. There, I there was some good that stuff. all tied up together. That opening started. I like to multitask while I watch anything on TV because I don't have enough time to do anything. And it started, and I'm doing something else, and. I made it like 45 seconds in and I like had to like stop what I was doing and pay full attention to The Walking Dead. And I was like, this is so strange. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it was. I, I really enjoyed it and uh, watched Better Call Saul afterwards. And I greatly enjoyed Better Call Saul. Really enjoyed it. And they had another episode on Monday night. So I'm in. I'm I'm 100 percent in. They did. Uh, they did uh, poke some serious holes, and the there, there's that segment of people out there that still think, with all their little hearts, that you know, Walking Dead and uh, Breaking Bad are the same world, and they shit all over that. And I was very happy to see that. How did they shit all over that? Because the idea being that Breaking Bad takes place between 2008 and 2009, because it does, and Walking Dead started in 2009. So while the shows ran concurrently, t- you know, chronologically, Walking Dead outpaced Breaking Bad. Where, you know, but the beginning of uh, Better Call Saul was in the future after all. Well, I guess what would be present oh, day. Oh, yes, yes, yes. I, I after get, Saul I get took you. off. Yes. Saul's, uh, you know, kind of witness relocation. Saul's just. His new life. Fucking bleak, <laughs> fearful <sucks>. life. <laughs> I felt bad for Saul. I like Saul a lot. Saul, I thought that was a prequel. Am I, am I it wrong? Is, it, it is. It is. But after? they. It, it is a prequel, but they start out the first episode kind of showing you what he's up to now. And yeah, then, just like a real like quick, you know, cold open type thing. It was really uh, it was it was all yeah. black and white, and he, he then was, he like reminisces, and that brings you back yes, to the prequel. He puts in a VHS tape of his old uh, Better Call Saul commercials. Yeah, I liked it. I like Bob Odenkirk a lot. Anyway, I was, I was really excited about it in the first place, and then it hooked me. More than the first episodes of Breaking Bad did, just because maybe the familiarity of the character and like I like seeing where he came from and and there were a few you know, cool Easter eggs in it. Yeah, fucking Tuco. Oh damn, insane. <laughs> yeah, Nicole goes, "Oh shit, that's the bat shit crazy." Oh yeah, that's the bat shit crazy guy. <laughs> so I, I highly recommend it Good. to those of you that enjoyed Breaking Bad, and even if you didn't like Breaking Bad or you didn't watch it. It's it works on its own, you know. Oh yeah, it is in no way dependent upon Breaking Bad. Enjoy I think it it's more. a brilliant move. You're gonna enjoy it more if you watch Breaking Bad and you kind of know the characters and you get some of the, um, you know, Easter eggs. But I say go for it. <clears throat> Other than that, saw Seth Rollins' dick, and I think that's a full week. 
Yeah, that's fucked up, man. I caught the tail end of that story, and boy, how is that not okay? Uh, hell hath no fury. No joke, man. But when it's a dick story, Lee, you you didn't catch the tail end. You caught just the tip. Just the tip. <laughs> <laughs> what out that? Good night, everybody. That's our show. Thanks for joining us. <laughs> or 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 he he came into the story when it was already balls deep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh shit! I will say uh, one other thing. Well, one thing I think that he should be able to press charges against that broad first and foremost. Well, I mean that's a that's a thing now, isn't it? Isn't isn't releasing nude pictures of someone without their consent that's considered a sex crime? That's which I mean it fucking should be. That, like, that's that a terrible kind of thing to do. Somebody all came to light after the um uh what was it the fappening? Yeah, <laughs> fappening. Yeah, which is just not okay, man. <laughs> like that's just not all right. Um. Yeah, well, I will say one thing real quick before we uh, move well, on. Yeah, to but also, how nice. about don't be engaged in sharing nude photos. True, with you know he's not blameless, but no, he, but like he you also, you know, if I send you a picture of fucking anything in confidence, and you maliciously do something with that, that's that's a fucking on you. Well, what it seemed it seemed like ha- <coughs> what happened is his fiance got a hold of his phone or got into his Twitter or or whatever and found the picture of the other chick. Posted yeah. that on his Twitter, and then took some some of the pictures that he sent her and posted them on her Twitter. <laughs> and I just I, I've said this in private, but I just resent some of the jokes that uh, Seth Rollins has a tiny dick because I think he has a, a pretty decent dick. <laughs> yeah. The the most important thing that came out of this entire story is that we learned that Tito has an enormous monster <laughs> yes, dong. Yes. Tito said Seth Rollins makes him feel better about himself. I'm like, Jesus, Tito. Tito That's fucking harsh, huh? Tito's dick is barely scraping the ground, apparently. <laughs> Use it as a kickstand. Just lean forward. <laughs> Look, man, no hands. I really like the... One, one kind of happy thing that happened in the midst of a series of fairly shitty days uh the missus and i did see uh john wick over the weekend and i just got that how is that fucking rocks people man. love that what I'm hearing? they compare it to dread everybody does i know it's like Lee's dread. Brother it's an old school throwback action movie that we kind of grew up with man it's so violent and so bloody and i, I want to watch it again and count how many people he murders to death in it and i just found out that adrian palicki is in it so i am 100 percent in now I got it. I, I'm looking forward to uh, watching it now. It and they already greenlit the sequel. They did, yeah. And I, uh, I'm watching some of the fight scenes. I'm like, holy shit! Nicole's like, what? I go, I can do a lot of that shit. They're doing flat out like straight up jujitsu in these fight scenes. She's like, you can do that. I go, not that, but that I can. <laughs> <laughs> Juggler John in the chat says, "Banana for scale, Tito." <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest thing Jigolo John ever said. Good on you. <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Check, you'll, you will fucking love it, Jose. That's what I told Nicole. I'm like, man, Jose will lose his goddamn mind. Cool. This movie. But nice. Cool. Fuck him. <laughs> <laughs> both of you. It's, it, you guys will both. You'll love it. It's excellent. Hey, me and Lee, we're in that um, elite almost died from gas explosions club. Yeah, you yeah. gotta fucking, you know, call us back when you're... Yeah, you, you saw a funeral. That doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, 
but but you got to remember, me and Jose were the first two to let everybody know that Dread was awesome. I think we were the first two people to actually see Dread in the world. (laughs) Might have been (laughs) still still one of the best calls watching in the theater. It's one of those movies where we could have easily have missed it in the theater, but we took the chance. We went and saw it. And we both fucking high fived each other like <laughs> goddamn vegan cops jumping out of a wall. Yeah, my bro- my brother went and saw it, and there was one other person in the theater. He said, "Man, we fucking just me and one other dude, and we were having so much goddamn fun." When it was over, it was like we were brothers in arms. We yep. were best friends. Yep, we had a dude sitting in front of us that it's like we we were friends forever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hate that I did not get a chance to see that in the theater. It was excellent. Oh, because because the one the, the biggest thing you miss is the blood going over the three um, D the the the, the widescreen letterbox the black yeah. boxes yeah yeah, yeah yeah which I guess did do they not do that in the DVD release which no I they think do it's, but it's not in three D so eh, not as fun <laughs> <laughs> what's what's going on what what else anything else no 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 that's it for me. So so this Kelly tweet a, a, everyone is, is <laughs> fantastic. Kelly has been doing a series of those Fifty Shades of Grey tweets, which are phenomenal. I loved the one with uh, Chris Lee knows best. But hey, <laughs> uh, population, uh, send your good vibes to me and the wife for us to get a new place very soon. We can we could use the the good energy in the world. Hopefully by right. by this time next week we'll have some good news for you. Goddamn right. Not that you give a fuck. a house with gas, motherfucker. <laughs> Step up your game. Jose, you're going to get a house with gas and Jose's going to blow it up. Like, Jose whoops. is not invited. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so your dad can come over. <laughs> What's happening, uh, Mahoney? What's going on, sir? Ah, I haven't done much. All I've done is dig myself out of 2,000 feet of snow. Oh, my God. It is the goddamn snowpocalypse. <laughs> that is not much of an exaggeration. When uh, when the Spider-Man news <laughs> came out last night, Denim said, Boston, hell is in Boston, and it has frozen over. And he is 100% accurate. <laughs> it is ridiculous. The, the, my snowbanks are taller than me. That's ridiculous, dude. Like, my snowblower can't throw snow over them. They're too tall. I've never encountered anything like this in my life. I've obviously I've never lived in snow as an adult, but the fact that you can shovel your driveway and shovel your back deck of two feet worth of snow, and then two hours later you have to do it again just infuriates me. Yeah, it's <laughs> I'm awful. I'm the type of person that likes to see a job and likes to see it finished and then be able to forget about it. No, it's it's the worst because like. You start at the top, you make your way to the bottom, you turn around, and it's covered in snow. You're like, <laughs> fuck you! That actually does sound like something you'd see in, like, a fucking expressionist film about hell. <laughs> yeah! Like, you turn around, and it's as though you've done nothing. <laughs> Goat and I once shot this ridiculous short about a guy whose job was he wakes up in the morning. <laughs> I don't know why I thought this was funny. Probably because it is a little funny. He wakes up in the morning, he makes his breakfast, he goes outside, he lives right next to this big hill because he goes live by a big hill. And he just pushes this log up a hill for eight hours a day. <laughs> and then just goes back inside. He's dinner and goes to bed. <laughs> that's what that's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
It's terrible. Oh, it hurts to be alive, you guys. <laughs> oh, it hurts. Hurts so bad. There was a time at the end of the summer where I was like, man, I can't wait for the winter to get here because at least, like, I have to mow my lawn every week, but I only have to clear my driveway when it snows and it doesn't snow every week. But now it's snowing like three times a week and I'm like, fuck it. I'd rather mow my lawn. Never mind. Yeah, I don't mow my own lawn because I'm lazy. There's no way in fucking hell I'd shovel my own driveway. <laughs> oh, it's awful. And then every time I'm out there and the snowbanks are above my head and there's snow in the road that people are driving over with no problem that's higher than my ankles, I think back to those pictures of those people in Atlanta and I laugh about how stupid they are. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Remember that time Jose jumped into the snowbank? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Those are good days. You couldn't, you couldn't jump. You couldn't get the air to jump into these snowbanks. You would look like the fucking coyote when running I, into the side <laughs> of the mountain. Is that a challenge, sir? When I, when yes, I lived in Illinois, we, jump uh, into my snowbanks. I worked when I was a rent a cop, a drug company, and that's massive parking lots. And you, you see it at, at like Walmart and shit like that too sometimes. But it would snow so much and so often that like they would have to clear the lots out with bulldozers. And by, oh, yeah. you know, the end of January, you have these, like, 15-foot-high mounds of, like, snow ice. Just black snow ice. They're, they're clearing our streets with, bull, with bulldozers. That's crazy. And, like, and they'd be there until, like, the beginning of May. Oh, yeah. Yep. We tried to go to Target today, Lisa and I, and the lot is, like, 45% snow. Like, they have nowhere else to put it, so they're just piling it in parking spaces. And okay. there was... In the entire Target parking lot, I think there was maybe 50 spaces to park. I don't miss it. It was ridiculous. I don't need that shit in my life. <laughs> Wasn't trying to be a dick. I had a moment last week. I'm just looking at all this. People bitching about the snow, and I just said, I moved. Fucking <laughs> 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 move. Do something <laughs> with your life. <laughs> Change your fucking life. Yeah. <laughs> fucking miserable. Alright, uh, we got us uh, anything else before we move on, gentlemen? Uh, no, just the fact that you moved, yet your house almost exploded, so what's your yeah, problem? Yeah, four years later. <laughs> nobody almost blew up my house. It was just, snow was trying to final destination you with natural gas. Oh, I'm so fucking mad, you guys. You should be mad. So mad. <laughs> like, just so goddamn mad. Alright, uh, we got some mail. Talk about some mail. Oh, shit. Look at all this fan mail. I've been watching a shitload of It's Always Sunny on Netflix. Nice. I had never seen it before, and I'm, I'm like well within season five at this point. And I, uh, You're almost to the point where it gets bad. <laughs> oh, it gets bad? That's sad. Yeah, it gets real bad. When Mac gets fat, really bad. <laughs> I saw a picture of him. I was like, holy shit, he put like 50 pounds. He, I will say, I applaud the reason he did it. Well... The so-called reason he did it. He said that in these shows, it's it's supposed to chronicle these people's real lives, but they always wind up looking better by the end because they're you know trying to be movie stars and all this stuff. And he was like, no, in real life, the characters become fat and disgusting. <laughs> so he put on like 80 pounds. Jesus. Wasn't there also something about his wife got pregnant, so he put the weight on as like sympathy weight too? Or am I just imagining I don't even that? Know. <laughs> I don't even know. But yeah, once once he gets fat, it's not very funny anymore, and it like doesn't recover. Oh, that breaks my heart. Cause it's pretty funny. Yeah. 
point being, I got to the episode where uh, a while back where Charlie's losing shit about the mail, and I'm like, oh, I've heard that about a thousand times. <laughs> <laughs> Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia supposedly is how Charlie reads Pennsylvania. <laughs> Pepe Sylvia. Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> oh, that's fucking brilliant, actually. Right? I got boxes of Pepe Sylvia. <laughs> it's all just mail addressed to Pennsylvania because that's where they are. Oh, that's really fucking funny. All right. I uh, got an email from our buddy Mahoney. Hey. <laughs> all cap. Subject line. Yo, Transformers are dumb, you guys. <laughs> that's because I sent this last week and you didn't read it. Oh, that, Look, this mailbox gets so much fucking spam mail, you guys. I know. And so I gave you a subject line I thought you would see. <laughs> <laughs> I saw this one. I saw the one about horny Asian singles. It's like they were just marketing to 14-year-old me. <laughs> he goes on to write, Hey, just in case I forget, the next stage in Vetter's punishment for winning the Kerouac is that he has to get Jose's written permission before each time he has sex with his new wife. <laughs> That includes fingering her BH better. Not until Jose texts you that it's okay. <laughs> Congratulations, Vetter. <laughs> Give the missus our love. I think that's fair. Yeah, you know, fair. They they start getting getting, you know, things start heating up. And he just has to take a quick momentary <laughs> break to send Jose a text. Yeah. Hope that Jose has his phone and that Jose approves of the time <laughs> and the place and tells him, yeah, it's okay. Go for it. Good luck with that. It, better. <laughs> I, I need all the info. I need the time, the place, how long you guys plan on going. What, what she's what's, wearing. What's the music plan? What's music plan? Mm-hmm. I think Vetter should also be allowed to Facebook message Jose and email him. Just, just oh yeah, a three pronged approach. <laughs> I don't care. I don't care what method it comes in, as long as it's written approval. You can send him a tout. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Tell me, dog. <laughs> just vines. Or hey, it can be a video. It doesn't have to be written. It can be a video. And I need to know your opening and finishing move. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get over here. He would fucking God damn it. Bobby writes in. Baby. <laughs> Better not be political, baby. <laughs> giant ass email. I got to read my shit voice. Okay. Subject line. That's Senor Rey Especial Baby to you. He writes in. Dear Terran Poonhounds. Oh, my. Goes it? I'm well, if not just a little sad and frustrated. My podcast has been a hiatus for several weeks as I try to figure out my recording stuff and Skype out. Probably doesn't help if I have an HP desktop from 2007. Nope. <laughs> ah, what a strange and wonderful time that was. Before it space. depends on what you have that desktop doing, Bobby. Is that desktop holding up your new computer? I mean, Is it doing anything? Anything? <laughs> I, I only recently upgraded to my new computer from a 2008 HP, so... Uh, the... Um, Laptop I'm using is actually a uh, 2007 Dell, but it's only used for reading email. That's it. No Skype. <laughs> <laughs> Even then, that's pushing the limit some days. <laughs> yeah. Like last week. Like last week. <laughs> Obviously. 
Uh, if you guys have any suggestions, uh, please let me know if I'm free to contact you to ask. Of course you can ask. Um, what is he asking? Of any tips on uh, podcasting and Skype and stuff. Here's what you got to do, Bobby. Don't be the tech guy. You, you be on the podcast and find some other schmuck to record it and put it together and release it to the world. You know, he's not wrong. It's not That's a, what you do. It's not a terrible idea. Yeah. Nope. But first, you have to be initiated by gas. <laughs> yeah. yeah. A trial by almost fire. I mean, almost fire. I mean, when the if pop- you can <laughs> cover yourself in gas and Jose doesn't blow you up, you're good. You're in. Well, you know, it's not the actual gas that's lighting on fire; it's the fumes. I think Bobby should be on PCW. Why not? Fuck it, might as well. Yeah, Bobby I mean, W. Bobby W. Uh, Mahoney makes a great point because when the popcast started. Lee was the tech guy, and me and Kerouac just kind of hopped on, like, ha, 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 fuck you. We don't have to do anything. And then, slowly but surely, Lee was like, Nice, you need to do all this now. I was yeah, like, see, all right. He knows what's up. He's a genius. <laughs> yeah, Lee, Lee brought you on the show to pass it off to you the whole time. That was the point. I think we have an even distribution of work now, whereas I was doing everything. <laughs> right? Yeah, doing yeah. Less of everything now. Is maintaining a work-life balance. <laughs> so now, Jose, when they ask you to start recording stuff, you know yeah, they still doesn't really do anything. Just <laughs> just bounce. Be like, nope, I'm going to PCW. Bye. <laughs> it's, it's just enough that Jose, you know, logs into Skype every week and doesn't have to ask me his password. So, <laughs> baby, That's steps. a huge step in the right direction. Oh, how far we've come. Oh my God. What? Oh, PCW is on hiatus. How did no one tell me this? Is it's what? back on hiatus again? It's back on hiatus. God damn it! What? I won, you guys. They're fucking killing our brand, y'all. They're taking a hiatus because of tech stuff too. What's going on with everyone's tech stuff? <laughs> I sent them a virus. <laughs> North Korea. <laughs> oh no 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 no! This is uh, uh Melkor's got some shit going on. That's right. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Guess what? That shit will go on forever. Mahoney, <laughs> Mahoney not only sent them a virus, but sent them a care package of podcast uh, improval, uh, you know, supplies. And he said, "Oh, here, here's some podcast lube that you need to pour all over your mixer and your headphones and your computer and all that." And it was just a can of gasoline. <laughs> and here, and here's a smallpox blanket. <laughs> Leak off on it first. <laughs> oh man, I was gonna make a smallpox blanket joke in my news today. Oh. Too late. No, I didn't though. Oh. It was going to be should. about how uh, uh, Marvel gave Sony a smallpox blanket as payment <laughs> for Spider-Man. My uh, fight continues. Any who's it? As I'm currently on hiatus, I figured you guys deserved an email from the official WWE Hall of Fame endorsed PCW email champion and Space King millionaire, Bebby with an E. Uh, Lee. Congrats on your new title of Lord, Doctor, Minister, Reverend, Rabbi, Pop, Pope, American Dream, Dusty Rhodes, Franks, and Bean status. Being the king in spa- of space, I too would like to knight you with my cosmic sword, hmm, which is not a univ- euphemism for Seth Rollins' dong. <laughs> that said, you are now Sir Cosmic Knight Grand Inquisitor. Good luck putting that on a resume. I only wished to space knight you so you could have another title. It amuses me so. Jesus. Being Space King is hard, you guys. I'm like Namor. In space, 
among the stars and asteroids and Neil deGrasse Tyson and shit. Also, with pants. Because my regal space king junk isn't for every green-skinned hussy or three-boob trollop that saunters up and wants a piece. No, no, sir. That's for one special Earth lady. Oh, yeah? The lady of this email. <laughs> hey, don't... Uh... Continue, continue. Continue. Auto Nice and Jose. That's uh, oh onto not as put a space in there. God damn it. Onto Nice and Jose, gentlemen. I'm sorry to hear about the recent car troubles. I too know dim feels, as you Earthers are wont to call them on your primitive internet. I'm not really one to talk because I'm pretty sure my ship's operating system is an original Famicom system. But yeah, sorry about all that, guys. Car stuff is very frustrating, and expensive. Hope stuff is working out. Maybe one day you'll get to be up here in the space. Nice. Some good news. I did hear coming to the Cosmic Grapevine that SF Bat Kid will actually be facing Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 31, and he had another bid to make Reigns look strong. Right, even more reason not to watch it. Also, I recently read Miss Marvel Volume 1. That's a good book. Still know how I feel about Daredevil as a Netflix series. Shut your whore mouth. <laughs> sorry. That came out. <laughs> I editorialized that last part. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Or Spider-Man in the Marvel... I didn't get to take the day off for work, you guys. Or Spider-Man in the Marvel MCU. Um, after watching the first season of Chuck, I've determined Ivan Strahovski needs a superhero and role to play. Maybe Captain Marvel. Thoughts? Sure. In. Sincerely, Space King extraordinaire, Bobby. Wait, wait, wait. What's this talk about Spider-Man? What, what's going on? I get a me- I wake up this morning to a Facebook message from Jose that's like, "So what's up with this Spider Man? <laughs> Is this legit or what?" Somebody asked me with two minutes left of my lunch break today. Hey, do you know what's going on with the Spider Man movie things? And I said, "There is no way I have time to tell you this in two minutes." <laughs> Read my website in the morning. Yeah. Uh, going back to the car problems. Uh, my check engine light came back on, so that's that's awesome. Hey, uh, man, I've, got two, I've got two error codes now, replaced another O2 sensor, and then, uh, you know, I figured we'd take my car to do all of our uh, house hunting, and on Sunday, we're driving along, and my fucking battery gauge goes all the way uh, to the red, and I get my check gauge's light comes on, so... <sighs> so, wait, you get your... The check battery gauge is up, and then also the light that tells you to check your gauges. That's well, a mixed fucking signal. Well, it's it's a it's a gauge that shows you your your battery power or whatever, and that's all the way in the fucking red, like as far as you can go right. And you know, my check gauge's light comes on to alert me to this. So. Okay. So almost like when you're out of get, like when you're on E, and then that little yellow light comes on to be like, no, seriously, look at this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I see. I'm back. I'm with you now. I'm with you. Well, it, it's probably a number of things. It might be a voltage thing. It might be an alternator thing, which is great because it's the alternator that went out when I fucking uh, trashed my other car. So, Yeah, but at least now you can get it fixed for 300 Yeah, see, I, that's the thing. I've been babying this new, this new old car because I, I want it to last. So every little thing that comes up, I, I want to... Check it, double check it, and triple check it. Yeah. You check for leaks twice. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, let me get a little... I, I'm going to apologize in advance to Bobby if I go over the line here. I don't want him to look nice me, you know? Look nice. Look nice. 
But he mentioned in that email his his space junk is for one lady and one lady alone. I have, you know, I, I just assume that Bobby and his lovely girlfriend are, uh, you know, being intimate physically. Making toast. Making toast, maybe. But I think that there's some, there's some doubters out there that, that think that maybe that isn't the case. And I, I just want to put that out there. I, I want to put it out there to Bobby that I, I support you, and and I think you're 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 just pounding it. <laughs> oh <my> God. <laughs> so, what's your finish move, dog? <laughs> Stuff is good. Bobby says, "Good job." Stuff is great. Stuff is good. Stuff is great. Good hey on guys. you. We I don't bo- know if you've tried this thing. Blowjobs. Blowjobs. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a shot. If you haven't, if you're not sure. Mention you know, Jose's you know, name. You'll get a good seat. Slip <laughs> 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 the guy at 20. Be like, yo, dog, I heard something about this blowjob. Let me in. Mention you heard about it on this show, and they'll give you 20% off. Yeah. Let me get 5% of the commission. That'd be cool. The commission is just your semen. Yeah, you know. (laughs) Not the best deal when you put it that way. Let's open up a blowjob store. I think that you're not allowed to sell blowjobs. I think that's why hookers are in jail. God damn it. When are we going to do this? There goes your million, Jose. When are we going to do this podcast from the Red Light District one day? One day. I would actually be all about that. (laughs) Speaking of which, another thing about podcast tech problems is, you guys, there's like a million podcasts out there by just all kinds of idiots. So there's got to be a way to fix your tech problems. (laughs) If some of these dummies can have podcasts running... You know, you just gotta you just gotta research some fucking just some quick little Google searches could probably help you out a whole lot. Could be all right. Be all right. If I can find out what my fucking check engine light means, you guys can find out how to get your podcast tech problems working. If I can make Lee sing fancy, you can <laughs> you can make your uh, your podcast work. That's the truest of all stories, right there. Believe in your dreams, podcasters. Beefcake. <laughs> Beefcake. Uh, Kelly writes in, finally. Uh, questions for Nyes. Ooh. I have two questions for Nyes. In the bell of the ball. One. Somebody here you saw Seth Rollins' dick. <laughs> On a scale of one to ten, how sweet was it? <laughs> oh, oh, two. Right? Too sweet? It, it was too sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying it's the greatest dick I ever seen. I'm not saying <laughs> what is the greatest dick you've ever seen? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> that does open a very interesting question. I don't know, but when I saw Seth Rollins' dick, I didn't have the feeling of that is the greatest dick I've ever seen. So So not that one. Not that one. But it's not fucking it's not fastbender what you're telling me. No, no, no. It's not it's not flopping around fastbender style. But it's a solid dick he's got there. You know, I'd, I'd say he's he's junior varsity. He's not fucking Pop Warner. He's not 
fucking bang bussing it. <laughs> bang bussing it. <laughs> I think he can get a lot done with that dick, and you know he's got some sweet abs that can uh, distract you if the dick isn't doing the work. And uh, two follow up uh, question: How does a cup to Tito's monster dong? <laughs> well apparently seth rollins dick makes tito feel really good about himself so i just assume that tito's monster (laughs) (laughs) i assume that tito only actually has one leg and that the other pant leg is just straight for dong storage i assume he has no legs (laughs) and it's all dong and he's just floating around on it like modok where you get shoes to fit your penis head <laughs> That's why he was having that such a hard time walking in New York that one time. Damn, I'm tired of standing My penis head hurts. Jesus. <laughs> I got a blister on my pee hole. Uh, on the the, uh, <laughs> the legend of Tito's monster dong uh, spread quickly as PCW this week did an interview with him about it. And then uh, Chris over at Comics Alliance did another Ask Chris column. Uh, Could Galactus swallow Tito's monster dong? (laughs) But uh, uh, (laughs) back to Seth Rollins' dick. Uh, Let's not stray too far. Since I I posted on Twitter, I just posted on Twitter, just saw Seth Rollins' dick. And then Bobby started a conversation with me about it. And we had a little quick conversation about Seth Rollins' dick. And now whenever he sees anything in regards to Seth Rollins' dick, he tags me. <laughs> like Boy, this, so lucky. We're, we're bonding over Seth Rollins' dick now for some reason. <laughs> oh, Christ. All right. That is the email. If you want to email us, please do. That was fun. So do popcast at panelsonpages.com. And then you can also leave us a voicemail by calling 616-9511-POP. We'll play them shits on the air, too. Been a while since we had an email. What's going on? You just Heck, got four. Where you at, Andy? What's going on? Voicemail, he means. Yeah, oh. voicemail, I mean. I meant voicemail. Juan, Look, says, as fuck. Juan says he sent an email. He asked me for the podcast email just before the show started. So double check, Lee. Uh, that was just after the show started. After the show started. You probably got to refresh the browser. Where you at, Larry Potter? Yeah, if it was after the show. Juan, what was the uh, title of the email? Was it anything about... Uh, Asians? Yes! <laughs> yeah, was it Asians or Latina babes? Or the dangers of GMOs? Or one trip to prevent it. heart attacks? These are all real things. fucking emails I've got. Maybe we should get a spam filter. <laughs> <laughs> To filter this, it's actually really expensive. Juan says, just how big is it anyway? So yeah, that's in the spam folder. <laughs> that's probably in the spam folder. I bet it's about Seth Rollins' dick, and we've already... We've covered that. We've already we've, sucked, we've, we've, sucked those done, balls dry. <laughs> we're done talking about dicks, Juan. Get over it. Yeah, that's not in here, Den. We don't have that anywhere. You fucked it up somewhere. I don't know where, but I didn't get it. This is on you, Juan. Right there, fucking one. One. All he wanted to do was get you to join Ashley Madison under his uh, his code. Is what Bobby that. says. A lot of those. A lot of Good that shit too. It's very weird. So yeah, fuck. Um, send it during the break. If it comes in, we'll fucking read it afterwards. It's all good. Sounds good. Enjoy this. I'm gonna go uh, get a drink of water and make sure my shit's not blowing up downstairs. <laughs> Love you, kids. Bye. Break. Right.
niggas round here don't matter All that I know is that I wanna dance with ya Moving close, have a boy gon' kiss ya Know that you know me, don't act stupid You seem different, tired of these groupies I'm on fire, won't find bigger Got big shots saying that's that nigga Hope he was glasses, wheezy but geeky Girls in the lobby, trying to meet me Baby, I, you know Mama, you are with the right man You know Tell me what you wanna do I will make it happen I just wanna get you home and Yes, I'm drinking whiskey Baby, I am gone tonight NBC is not the only thing I'm coming on tonight Gross Why the fuck I say these things? It isn't over Haven't heard the chubby lady sing Everybody love me Call a nigga Raymond These weak niggas always in your face like Ray-Bans Yes, I bring the heat, girl Fire for fireman, baby I'm your hero Donald for Spider-Man I'm in love with you, but this is not tennis And baby stay stat, like she bad at Tetris Rude boy, Iriana, that vagina Tell your boy good luck trying to find ya find Ripped Apparel, 
is your one-stop shop for limited edition t-shirts featuring all the crap that you already like anyway. Every day you're going to see three new limited edition designs available only for 24 hours. That's just a single day. After that, they're gone forever. And uh, best yet, if you want to check them out, buy a little something, something they're going to throw a little kickback to us, your folks, your friends here at the podcast. So go to panelsonpage.com, click that banner at the top of the page or on the sidebar at pcn.panelsonpage.com. Or you can just update your bookmark, check it on your phone every single morning. That's what I do. Uh, ripped. That's R-I-P-T dot panels on pages.com. T-shirts start at just 10 bucks, and they'll kick us a little something every time. Help us keep the lights on. Help us keep the podcast going. Help us keep the side, side up. And gets you a pretty cool T-shirt, man. Cool swag, cool shirts, good people, good deals from your favorite podcast. So check it out. Ripped.panelsonpages.com. 24-hour limited edition t-shirts that are pretty damn awesome check it out and uh, now back to your regularly scheduled podcast talking about spencer's in the chat and yeah man that uh it was spencer used to have like you know maybe a dick ice cube tray yeah yeah and like and like uh you know maybe a pair of edible panties they had that one section that was adult stuff and mostly gag things. Yeah. But like now half the story is like practical fuckery tools. Wow. It's crazy. That's like, weird. You know, right next to the fucking like, you know, beer pong championship cups. <laughs> That's just weird to me. Like, why would you go to a Spencer's Gifts in a mall to buy your strap on? Yeah. Yeah. Because, you know, ain't no hiding that shame. Or maybe there is no shame. In which case, good for you. But, you know. Like you gotta go. You gotta go three stores down to Sears and get that shit for free. <laughs> Mahoney's got enough Sears points that he can get three free strap-on dildos right now. <laughs> Man, I remember the days where there was a Spencer's right next to a KB toy store. Those are the days. <coughs> I don't think I ever bought anything in KB because that shit was expensive, but I loved it. Even when uh, Spencer's would carry like the specialty toys, like the McFarlane shits back in the day, yeah, I would buy them there because it was even cheaper than going to like a KB or something. Yeah, I used to have the like twenty inch um, Bride from Kill Bill and Marv from Sin City that I got at Spencer's on yeah, sale, yeah. like for twenty bucks a piece. Yeah, I remember uh, the last time I saw an outrageous toy. There's um, there's a Toys R Us outlet in. Yes. Uh, the the Opry Mills Mall like, in Nashville. Uh, is it an outlet or is it is it Toys R Us Express? Toys R Us Express. Yeah, yeah, which, yeah. which it's essentially an outlet, but it doesn't have any outlet prices. Wait, not at all. They had this is right when the the uh, uh, Guardians uh, Legends figures were coming out, and there were twenty six ninety nine in this place each. Like, you're out of your fucking mind. Absolutely insane. See, Denim still did not send his email. If he thinks he did, he didn't. He, he sent, sent it, it to, to the, the wrong, wrong email address. <laughs> Absolutely would have. Before he sent show, it to info. Before the show, he asked me, what's the pop email, Addy? And I said, which one? And I answered, popcast at panelsonpages.com or info at panelsonpages.com. And he says, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> well, then allow me to check that shit. <laughs> Now, I do remember there being a KB Toys outlet at the outlet malls 
uh, here in Florida that used to have some rad discounts. Oh, man. I loved KV Toy Outlets. I, like, you'd walk into a KV Toy Outlet and you'd get the entire line of, like, an action figure set or something, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, like the, the um, I remember they had, it wasn't a Hulk TV show line, but it was a Hulk line, and they had a bitchin'-ass Smart Hulk that I had that was one yeah. of my favorite toys for the longest time. Yeah, it was just like when they were doing uh, five-inch lines for everything. Like, I got most of the Generation X figure line at a KB Toy Outlet. Yeah. Yeah, I got um, a shitload of those crash dummy toys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but that's the thing. You'd walk in and be like, oh, the entire set of crash dummy toys. And, and they're like two bucks a piece. Yeah, three for All ten right. bucks. I mean, it came with like the, uh, <laughs> the fucking VHS tape with the little pilot show they had. Yeah. Ask your parents what VHS tapes are, kids. Yeah. Oh, hey, better call Saul on AMC. <laughs> uh, Kerouac's uh, new toaster is two years older than Kelly. Hey, that's a step up. Right, I found Denim's email. He writes in. <laughs> Just how big is it anyway? It's fan mail. I was reminded today of being at C2E2 a few years back. I remember going to the bathroom and my fellow Hispanic pal popper Tito was using the urinal next to me. I recall them complaining on how cold the water was. I just need to know just how big is Tito. I mean, I want it to look, but well, I do not want Tito to feel uncomfortable. If he's as big as I think he is, damn bro, share your shit online. Do it for science. <laughs> Let's see, real quick. One, two, three periods in that email. <laughs> Lots of commas. <laughs> how many vowels? <laughs> Uh, enough enough vowels enough (laughs) 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 fell down hurt my head getting that shit out of there I'm unwell you guys I feel bad dude let's see Uh, Kelly just posted a link in the chat KB Toys got buried Mitt Romney got paid what yeah, apparently Mitt Romney is the one who killed KB Toys. What a that fucking, fucking white knock. devil. He does like firing people. <clears throat> oh, see? Man. Apparently KB Toys was based in Massachusetts. No shit. Let's see. And according to this article, uh, thing you might also like an article called Stars Who Died of AIDS. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you think so? TimesUnion.com? <laughs> well, see, I didn't get that as a, as a requested article, so I think it just thinks that you would like that well, article. About me. Exactly. <laughs> Mine says, things foreigners are constantly surprised by in America, and it has a picture of garbage next to it. <laughs> in New York. Yeah, and then it's a picture of Times Square next to it. And then a picture of Tito's Monster Dong. <laughs> <laughs> and a bunch of Japanese people just running in terror. Uh, let's, uh, let's do the news. Good stuff this week. We'll do it live. Okay. Well, do it live! I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live! Fuck it! In five, four, three. This is the Pop Top Six Pack of News for February 10th, 2015. Fuck 
fucking thing sucks! In a blockbuster announcement late Monday night, Marvel has confirmed that Spider-Man will be a part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe as early as Captain America Civil War, with Kevin Feige as an executive producer on future Sony Spider-Man films. In return, Marvel has to tell Sony how smart and pretty they are for the foreseeable future. (laughs) The new 52 is no more. Enter the fine 49. As DC Comics has announced an overhaul of its publishing line following the two-month Convergence event. How is this post-Convergence universe going to differ from the new 52? Well, by three. Also, 100% less Rob Liefeld. Hey. Marvel sure is... Yeah, I think so. I, I'm pretty I, sure he's burned all those bridges. Yeah, I skimmed the, the he writers and artists. He knew space. Yeah. Marvel is doubling down on female-centric books, revealing the, the debut of A-Force, a team of super yeasty lady superheroes debuting in May. <laughs> Including She Hulk, Dazzler, Medusa, Nico, Minoru, and a new character named Singularity. I assume A Force is just going to be just hardcore scissoring in front of supervillains until the actual Avengers show up. Oh, that's not all right. Digital subscription. It sounds all right. (laughs) Digital subscription service Scribed, aka the Netflix for books launched its comics section this morning, featuring over 10,000 titles for a $8.99 flat monthly fee, which is ironic considering $8.99 is the average monthly revenue of most comic shops. Oh, oh, Jesus. When they aren't performing hostile takeovers of other studios' characters, Marvel is rumored to be courting newcomer Angelina Jolie to direct Captain Marvel. Good on Marvel for giving an up-and-comer a shot at the big time. (laughs) And finally, 37-year-old Henry Damon of Caracas, Venezuela, has had subdural implants, tattoos, and part of his nose removed to look more like his favorite comic book character, the Red Skull. When asked why he didn't shave his mustache and beard to complete (laughs) the look, Damon responded, Come on, I don't want to look like some asshole. That is the (laughs) Pop Top six-pack of news for February 10th, 2015. (laughs) <laughs> wow Info game me I love all of these news stories it's a good it's a good news week good news week all right so dropped last night huge blockbuster announcement it, it was only a rumor up until then you know we first kind of heard about it with the Sony leaks and then uh, Jose, what did you say about Latino Review today when you messaged me? They're picking up steam, folks. No, no, no. What's, what's no. Hold on, let me find it. <laughs> it was from earlier today. It was something said, like... Get to Saranda's tits. It was something like, well, it looks like them spicks were right. <laughs> oh. oh, God. <laughs> 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 uh, my people. What a nut. <laughs> my people. <laughs> We be getting that news right. right. So the first thing to take away from this one, very exciting. That's cool. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's I'm very mixed feelings about it. Um, the more time goes on, the more I'm kind of excited about it. But the, the first thing that I noticed was the headline. Uh, yes. The, the headline. The, this was this was a, a Marvel broke the story. So. 
That's how the fuck you know what's confirmed. Yes, okay. exactly. That's how the fuck you know. Anyway, it says, Sony Pictures Entertainment brings Marvel Studios into the amazing world of Spider-Man. Oh. <laughs> Is that what they did? <laughs> <laughs> That's... Uh, I've talked about this in the population group on Facebook, but I, that's got to be some sort of contractual thing where Sony's like, hey, come on, guys. We're getting totally butt-fucked. In <laughs> they got to make them look strong. Can, yeah, can oh, you yeah. make us look strong yeah. like Roman Reigns, please? <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, because they're not bringing Marvel into shit. Well, I mean, the, the deal is going to allow Marvel characters to show up in the Spider-Man movies, still produced by Sony, but... The bigger picture is Spider-Man in Marvel. That's what that everybody everyone, cares about. That's what um, everyone you know, cares about. I will be shocked if a single Marvel character ever shows up in a Spider-Man movie unless Sony lets Marvel take over. Right. I mean, you know, so th- this talk about, oh, no, no, Marvel's going to premiere the new Spider-Man, but then Sony, we're, we're still in charge of our own <laughs> Spider-Man movie. And, like, you know, we might throw Thor in there. Bullshit. You're not putting Thor in there unless uh, you Marvel might get Agent in. May if you're lucky. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah. You can have the cast of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., maybe. I was thinking outside of Spider-Man characters, who would be the most likely Marvel Cinematic Universe characters to show up? In a it, Spider-Man, it'd movie. be the Shield guys. I, well, <laughs> you know. I would say uh, Daredevil would make sense, and Punisher yeah. or Blade. Blade would also make sense. True. Kingpin, yeah, John, John, like, John. You, know, in now the you chat. can have the Daily Bugle and the Marvel movies and TV shows right. and shit. That's kind of neat, you know. Like, yeah, it's all good for the world building, and like, it's great but, to have Kevin Feige uh, on hand at Sony to you know keep them keep their fucking noses clean. Yeah, and that's the thing about it, too, man. Like, again, it's all worded very much in a way to make Sony look strong. But, you know, like... It's a love letter to Sony. It is. It is. But, you know, I don't... I feel like they don't... You don't bring in a guy like Feige to, you know, be the executive producer. Like, that's, you know, that's a big title. You know, like, they want him to help out. Like, it just... It really... the, The phrase that came up to my mind earlier today was creatively bankrupt. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know why, but, like, for whatever reason, it's weird. They just they couldn't figure out the fuck they wanted to do. And well, it's they like, they just, like, help? They took, uh, what's his name? Avi Arad? I don't know how to say his name. Yeah. I've read it uh, 900 million times. Avi Arad. Avi Arad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know how to say his name. He was they the took him owner of Toy like, Biz, and then Toy Biz bought Marvel, right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah, and he's been, like, he was the Kevin Feige before... There was a Marvel right. Studios. Yeah, he got he was, uh, Blade you know, going, and he was behind most of the 90s cartoons, too. Yeah. yeah. And so Sony had him in charge of their whole universe, which was quickly going to shit. And now with this deal, they've taken him, they've demoted him, and they've put him like off in a corner where he can't touch anything, right. and they've given his job to Kevin Feige. Yeah. He, well, isn't, isn't he the one that said a while ago that Spider-Man will never... Yes! <laughs> yeah, I, yeah, I think he's right. One. So he's exactly. out. So and and that's the type of thing that like you can tell me all you want that Sony's maintaining creative control, but you just removed all of your creative people from their jobs and gave those jobs to the Marvel people. <laughs> so bullshit. <laughs> and I, I said this morning when we were talking about it that uh, I wish they had done this announcement live on stage so that every time Sony said something, Kevin Feige could just wink at us. <laughs> 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 and uh, 
rumor came out today. Well, maybe maybe it is fact, but uh, reports say that Marvel paid zero dollars to get that Spider-Man. That sounds about right. Zero dollars. Which again, just screams it's creatively bankrupt. Like, you know, we can't. We said it before, man. Amazing Spider-Man two, while kind of a fucking mess, made money. Yeah. yeah, and I I thought it was a fun time, but it was definitely a mess. Yeah, it looked great, you know. And that's the thing too; it looked really good, you know. Yeah, it was the, a roller coaster. Uh, it had enjoyable moments, but the plot and the the writing and the story itself were just garbage. It, like, I've seen it twice now, and when you go back and watch it again, like it is a garbage move. Like <laughs> the idea that Peter Parker's father built. A hydro, uh, a hydraulic underground subway layer, <laughs> stocked with like he carried all this shit on the subway and it then stuck it through the sense. tunnel. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> and he had special coins that would operate the yes, thing out. Like, like, what the fuck? That he then hid inside a calculator. Why would you hide your special coins that just also, look like normal coins inside also, a calculator? He's a geneticist. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, there's some really horrible shit in there, but. Yeah, it looks really good. Like the the movies look really good, and Andrew Garfield is so good. He is yeah. so good. So like, yeah. I hate that we're losing him. I yeah. hate that we're losing him, but I'm okay with it because of the rumors that we're losing him because they're going young, right. and I want them to go like Ultimate Spider-Man, where the Avengers are like you know full blown adults doing their shit. Yes, and then Spider-Man is some you know sophomore in high school who's like, oh god. I have superpowers. How do I stack yeah, up in this world? It's tough to do that in movies because by the time the next one comes out, he'll be 18. Yeah. But, I but mean, at least you'll Andrew get Garfield that first. Is 31. Yeah, Did you know Andrew Garfield was 31? <laughs> Andrew Garfield is too old for Kerouac to date. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. So we're going to see quote-unquote new Spider-Man for the first time, possibly in... Captain America Civil War. Smart w- money's on Civil War. Now, this this is the theory that I posed last night, and Mahoney said I was basically telling the ultimate Spider-Man story. So, we start out Civil War where it's kind of like the beginning of The Dark Knight where you got all those copycat Batman, and it's because of the Avengers and Avengers Age of Ultron and, and these heroes becoming more well-known and and mainstream you got all these fucking heroes coming out of the woodwork now and one of them is spider-man you see uh news reports of spider-man swinging along uh maybe he fucking passes the uh captain america as he's just standing on the road just swings by you never see him behind the mask or anything you just see spider-man action here and there throughout the movie now i don't know how you get there but in a homage to the Spider-Man unmasking scene from the Civil War comics, whether it be because of registration or whatnot. You save that towards the end, or maybe even a post credit scene, and we don't even know who they cast as Spider-Man before this. And that's when you get the reveal of who the actor is, and you get not only the Spider-Man is revealing his identity to the public, but you also see that it's this young kid, so you get this, it's a young kid who's fucking fighting criminals. How fucking wild is that? And then you could go either way. You can go either Peter Parker, or if you really want to fucking blow people's minds, you go Miles Morales. Yeah. 
So, Lee, do you, you, I'm sure you remember the first Miles Morales appearance, but it was that post Peter Parker death. Yeah. A dude shows up in a Spider Man suit and everybody's like, oh shit, it's Spider Man. And the last panel of the comic, he pulls off his mask and it's this tiny little black kid. Yeah. And you don't know who he is. You don't know where he came from. And then the story of who he is picks up later on. Yeah. So, like, if, if in Civil War, you get fighting scenes of Spider-Man and then the post credit scene is him pulling off the mask to reveal, you know, it's Miles Morales. And then you've got to wait till next year to see the Spider-Man movie to figure out, like, what happened? Where did he come from? Why is he, Spider? you know, like, yeah, I think that's the way to do it. I think, yeah, I think extended cameo for Spider-Man. Yeah. Just because, you know, reportedly we've got, we got Zemo in there. Yeah. So we got like an actual villain in the story as well. They're introducing Black Panther. There's yep. the Cap Tony conflict, whatever that happens to be. Like, you can't also make it a movie about Spider Man too. No, no, and it won't be. And, yeah, and that's what's driving me crazy about. Like, <laughs> they made this announcement, and people were like, "Oh, thank God!" Because Spider Man is such an important part of the Civil War story. It's not going to be that. He's not going to play that part in the movie. It's not going to be about that. No, They're because not gonna, there's no context. Right. Like, he's to, not going to unmask him on the national stage. He's not going to get the spider armor. Like, none of that's going to happen. That's stupid. It's not going to happen. <laughs> it, you know, the only reason it worked the way that it did in the comic books is because of context. Right. You know, there is he was no context for that like, to make you know, any sense whatsoever. It, it will not happen. No, there's no, there's no, if there. anything, Black Panther will play somewhat of that role, but obviously not the same. You know, like he will Spider-Man will not play that role. Black Panther will likely not play that role. That role will not exist. The key element of Civil War is not Spider-Man unmasking on a stage. It's Captain America and Iron Man fighting. Yes. That's Civil War. <laughs> yeah. Basically, <laughs> yes. Like, oh my god, how are you going to tell Civil War if you don't have Cloak teleporting all the heroes into the prison? <laughs> that was such an important scene. It's an adaptation, bitches. <laughs> yeah. It, it might not be an important scene in the overall scale of the story, but it is an iconic scene. So, yeah, and, oh, yeah. and it's important to the comic book story, yes. Yeah. But as Rick Marshall pointed out, it was so damaging to the character that it was eventually magically wiped out of existence. Yeah, true. Yeah, but that's Marvel Comics. We're talking about Marvel Studios here. Sure. <laughs> Marvel Studios has their shit together. <laughs> now, I'm like, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Ultimate Spider, the Miles Morales Ultimate Spider-Man, just because it left the empty heart, empty place in my heart when Peter died. It's not his fault. It's not him. It's me. It's not you, Miles. It's me. It's okay. You're all right. So we finally going to see Donald Glover suiting up? No, too that old. Too old. Too old. Too old. Isaiah is too old. But but I also, am. He looks all like about shit putting Miles Morales in the movie. Like, have you seen Donald Glover recently? Yeah, yeah it looks like. That's his shtick right now. That's his. Yeah. Fucking, that's his. That's that's the persona he's fucking playing up for this angle he's doing. His shtick is that yeah. he's a dirty homeless guy. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, his stick is that he's actually John Glover. <laughs> <laughs> so I saw someone. I was uh, googling pictures of Miles Morales. I saw somebody had photoshopped uh, Jaden Smith's head onto some costume. Oh. <laughs> That's not gonna yeah. If Jaden Smith hadn't done After Earth and actually had a promising acting career and wasn't an insane retard, 
then exactly. he might be great for it. Yep. There's yeah. an alternate universe where Jane Smith is the first guy you call for that. <laughs> How fucked up is that? Jaden lands fucking Marvel and his dad gets stuck with DC. <laughs> he already Jaden Smith already got to be Batman at Kim Kardashian's wedding, so he doesn't get to be Spider Man as well. Is that what that was from? Yeah, he went to a wedding dressed in an all white Batman costume. And then he went to Comic Con in that same white Batman costume. Well, I mean, you're not going to, it's not the wedding dress. You're not going to hang it up in a closet. Yeah, but, you know, a, a lot of these celebrities go to Comic-Con in costume to be incognito, but not when you're wearing the same white Batman costume you wore to Kim Kardashian's wedding. Hey, I saw one of them articles that was... <clears throat> you guys, you go, do a Google image search of Jaden Smith. He looks confused in every picture. He does. Oh, well, yeah. Because he's an idiot. He's a dummy. He looks scared and confused he in every fucking one of these pictures. <laughs> Now, just the first the first five sample <laughs> pictures it gives me, he looks scared and confused. That's that's, that's his fucking go-to. Now, my point being, not Jaden Smith, but somebody that age is who I want to see as Miles Morales. You're totally right, Mahoney. I don't know. I think he's. I think Jaden Smith may even be a little bit too old. He's 16 years old. <laughs> is he? He looks like he's older than 16. <laughs> All right. All right. Well, I'll allow. You put How on long do you want? Goddamn. When you put on I a white Batman costume. range. Not safe for work. Batman's gonna <laughs> fucking not yes. safe for work. Spider Man. God damn. Yes. Now, I also want to point out, I don't think that it will be Miles Morales, and I don't necessarily care if it's Miles Morales, as long as they follow the basic premise of young kid thrust into the Marvel Cinematic yes. Universe of oh, older you're... established superheroes. Yeah, that's that's what's interesting because that's how it works. Not just Ultimate Comics, but also you know. In the old 616 books, like, you know, right. he was a high school yeah. kid, and we've not seen that in the movies. And you know what else I don't want to see? I don't want to see Uncle Ben die. I don't want to no. see Uncle Ben I, die. I, I do not want there to be an Uncle Ben actor. I think you. we've seen it enough, and with, with debuting Spider-Man in Civil War, you're kind of bypassing that. You know, we, yes. we've all seen it. We've seen it twice in the past 15 years. So right. let's move yeah, on. Joe let's reminded me, we're talking about it today a little bit, and he's like, they can just fucking Incredible Hulk it. Yeah. Because yes. they showed banners transforming into the Hulk even, in the fucking credits. I don't and even Incredible think they Hulk need it to. in Spider Man. Don't Incredible Hulk it in Civil War. I don't want right. to hear about it at all. No, no no, 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 not at all. Spider Man exists. And then in the Spider-Man movie, the opening credits is, oh, man, remember that time my uncle died? That was so sad. I think I think Incredible Hulk unit is better than actually dragging it out, but I don't think they even need to Incredible Hulk it. I think they just need to get going because, you know, we've already had two Spider-Man series where they take the first movie to do the origin and the first big villain, and then by the time we get to the third movie we still haven't seen half of the awesome Spider-Man villains. So they, no, they, no, no, but like, but in, but in Incredible Hulk, the Norton movie. Like, no, you no, know. I got you. I, I, I got you. There were, yeah. was a quick little like montage of the origin, but yeah. we don't even need that. It's, it's like, let's get going because we, we still haven't seen. He said, no, no, fuck that. We're not wasting the three goddamn yeah, minutes. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that could be three minutes that we use to, to do some, you know, B or C list villain that he's, you know, fucking up in the in the beginning of the movie. Um, I like to think so first of all, all this talk of the villains, 
Sinister Six is quote unquote on on hiatus. <laughs> That that is never happening. Kevin Feige will never happen. I'm sure Sinister Six is going to come out right after unspecified female lead will. <laughs> yes, and my follow up point is I hope that the young Aunt May movie was not only true but was what finally made them call <laughs> Kevin Feige and say, "Okay, you win." <laughs> Hey, Kevin, do you Fucking think this is a good idea? Rod is over here pitching us a young Aunt May movie, so you win. He's out. You win. And uh, after the news broke last night, they also announced that uh, the next Sony Spider-Man movie will be July 28th, 2017. That's taking Thor 3's release date, and then all of the movies Thor 3 and on are kind of shifting. So now instead of Black Panther before... Infinity War, Black Panther is going to be in between the two Infinity War movies, and then now instead of being in between the two Infinity War movies, Inhumans is going to be after Infinity War. So it, just a, a minor shift, but it also shows that they're they're going to be working together now. They're actually they're collaborating. Yeah. You know, paying attention. You know, like doing that shit Kevin Feige does. Yeah, building a goddamn empire. Also, breaking news. Oh, oh, shit. Breaking news. Breaking news. This just in, but North Korea has announced that they have Hugh Jackman held captive. (laughs) (laughs) And will not rest until Fox releases the rights of all X-Men back to Marvel. DC declines comment. See, I think if Fox called and was like, hey, we want the Sony deal, Marvel would be like, too late, we replaced you. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you, like you i bet don't, you don't you don't watch agents of shield do you <laughs> yeah i bet marvel called fox i bet marvel called fox and sony offered them both the same deal both of them said no and marvel went forward with infinity and blew up the the terrigen mist bomb created all the inhumans and if fox were to call them back they'd be like now nah, we're too far along sorry dude <laughs> Well, do you want the Fantastic Four? No! (laughs) Actually, we'll take Galactus. I'd like the Fantastic Four as a Netflix show, but I don't want a Fantastic Four movie. You know, I was just thinking the other day about that. Like, the trailer, while it didn't do anything for me, really, uh, it did not look like a found footage thing, which made me very happy. No, no, it it, it definitely wasn't found footage. You know, but that was just... We had so little information coming out of that movie... That, you know, we clung to the few little shreds of information, whether it was rumor or not. Now, I got to say this, you know, because the the rumors first started when the Sony leak happened. And then Latino Review comes along and says that the the deal's done. It's going to happen. And by that time, I had kind of come around to Mahoney's side. And Mahoney didn't want Spider-Man in the Marvel movie universe. And I was kind of like, you know what? He, He makes a great point. Why not? Let, let get rid of him. He'll he'll Spider-Man will just gum up the works. But now that it's a done deal, you you got to fucking do it. You got to do it right and I'm 100% on board and I trust Marvel Studios. Even with Sony's finger in the pudding, I trust well, Marvel see, Studios to do it right. Sony still being involved is almost what makes me okay with it because the reason I don't want Spider-Man and X-Men and all that back is that Marvel already has their their plan. They're focused on their things. Yeah, but they you know, have their, their plan until 2019, and then and yeah. then what? Well, I, 
you know, whatever. I'm sure they've got whatever is coming past 2019 drawn up on some whiteboard somewhere. <laughs> they just haven't announced it to everybody. Yeah, but the whiteboard the says, idea, don't worry, they'll all fuck up and we'll get it back anyway. <laughs> the idea that Kevin Feige is going to take another movie studio and say, okay, fine, we're going to make all the movies we were planning on making, and then I'm going to tell you how to make a <laughs> Spider-Man movie that fits into our movies. And you're going to pay for it. <laughs> <laughs> and you're going to pay for it, and you're going to give me all the all the merchandising rights and all of right, that. Right, right. Marvel I'm okay still with that because it doesn't pull away from any of the things that Marvel was doing. I didn't want Spider-Man to come in because Marvel didn't need it, and I didn't want it to detract from what they were already working on. But in this scenario where Sony still owns it and Sony has to deliver it, it's not going to detract from anything. The only thing it does is bump Thor out six months, and who cares? <laughs> okay, now... It's a shame that we're going to lose Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man because he, he did a great job, but I think we all need to come to terms with it. I think we're uh, most of us have already come to terms with it. We're ready for a new <laughs> Spider-Man for this Marvel Cinematic Universe, but Andrew Garfield's great. So, And he was the one that was like, Spider-Man needs to be in Avengers. Yes. So we need a new Marvel Cinematic Universe role for Andrew Garfield. That made me so happy for that guy. You think Brandon Roth called him and he's like, look, dude, shit happens, man. See, uh, (laughs) Ben made that comparison on Facebook today. And it's like, no, because Brandon Ruth, his Superman gave us nothing. Like, (laughs) it's not like no, no one came out of Superman Returns. And was like, oh man, that movie sucked, but Brandon <laughs> Ruth was great. It was all just bland. And then he was gone. You know, Andrew Garfield gave us two really great Spider-Man Peter Parker performances in two less than great movies. Right. And I think, you know, he already had Social Network and he's had a few other movies. So he's still uh, going to be a star. He's still going to make movies. And I think... He has the experience now to continue to make superhero movies if he wants to. It's just a matter of how and where we can fit him in. I saw um, a, a clip of that movie, man. And him in that suit, he looks so good in the suit. Like, I, I'm going to miss him. And also, Brandon Ralph is playing the Atom on uh, Arrow, and right. it's killing it. Yeah. But, so, you know, just give it a few years, you'll have a funny uh, shield Andrew you Garfield. Know, it, times are tough for Brandon Ruth for a while. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I don't think because being Brandon the... Brandon Ralph is a walking, it gets better story. I don't think being the Adam on Flash is really, you know... He was Superman, Lee. <laughs> was he? He was Superman yeah, at, at one point. Yeah, but he's working again. Yeah, but he was Superman, and he, he had his whole career ahead of him. And then that oh, yeah. Superman it's movie not was fair. garbage. Like I, I've said before, Brandon Ralph got a fucking raw deal. <laughs> because yes, he was Superman. He should have been a fucking superstar. Or does Andrew Garfield say "fuck you, Marvel" and go to the DC side? <laughs> and he's somebody I mean, for a Jack Flash or the fuck they're casting that Suicide <laughs> Squad Flash? movie. Yeah. If if Andrew Garfield bounces and goes to DC, like eh, you know. What if? <laughs> he was a great Spider-Man, but like, it, like, 
I don't want to see Robert Downey Jr. playing anybody else. He's a great Iron Man. So you get to be Iron Man. I, if, if for whatever reason they recast Iron Man, you don't get to step in and be like, okay, cool. Uh, now I'm white Nick Fury. Like, <laughs> no, you're done. You're out. Yeah, but Andrew else. Garfield wasn't in this universe, though. So Yeah. And uh, how many goddamn roles does Idris Elba have? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, he's the Talking fucking next this- Bond. Talking about this earlier today with Mary, she was saying that something that would be cool would be the uh, Civil War Spider-Man appearance starts with Andrew Garfield's Spider-Man. You see him kind of mixing it up in the action. You see, you know, maybe maybe he he uh, narrowly escapes a death trap or something. Something happens to him and he kind of disappears for a while. At the end of the movie, Spider-Man's back. And then you get the reveal, and it's not Andrew Garfield anymore, and you're left with the, who is, who is this? What's <laughs> happened? And that's how you'd kind of fill in the, uh, the Miles Morales. Spider-Man. I'd actually be yeah. really okay with that. Right? Who is responsible for this? What else we got? Uh, next up is uh, DC says that the new 52 is no more. And now that I'm rereading this, I realize that my math is wrong, and it's not 49 titles it's 48 so my fine 49 joke doesn't even Fine 48 is still good it's still alliterative no i would have rhymed with that i would have i would have the great 48 (laughs) (laughs) so you know saying the new 52 is no more leads people to believe oh okay well they're going back to the old continuity or whatever no they're just not going to brand it the new 52 anymore they're not going to force 52 (laughs) books down our throats but they're still going to they're, they're going to try some new things. They're not going to be slaves to continuity is what they're saying. I thought I that's what the, the idea. new 52 was. Uh, yeah, I love the idea that DC's like, hey, guys, you know how we're always just so wrapped up in making sure all of our continuity stays <laughs> intact? We're not going to do that anymore. <laughs> like, oh, like how Robin wasn't Robin anymore. Uh, Dan Didio says it will allow us to publish something for everyone be more expansive and modern in our approach and tell stories that better reflect the society around us. Uh, And looking at some of the artwork of some of these new series, I think that's true. I mean, they look vastly different. They look, uh, as far as the artwork goes, and they're kind of off kilter. Whereas, remember when the New 52 came out, everything looked the same. It all looked like it came out of the 90s. That's it. They were were pulling the fucking 90s. They were doing 90s image in the New 52. Right. And now they're doing 2014 image. Yes. All right. (laughs) Exactly. Let let me run through the 24 new series real quick. I won't do creative teams, but Batman Beyond, Batmite, Bizarro, Black Canary, Constantine the Hellblazer, Cyborg, Dark Universe, Green Lantern, Lost Army, Doomed, Earth 2 Society, Dr. Fate, Harley Quinn slash Power Girl, Justice League of America, Justice League 3001, Martian Manhunter, Midnighter, Mystic U, Omega Men, Prez, Red Hood slash Arsenal, Robin, Son of Batman, Section 8, Starfire, and We Are Robin. And One then, more time, you guys. He said Prez. <laughs> Prez. What, what is, is Prez? Prez uh, is that that Uncle Sam character that they've got? No, no, no. It's about that kid that became president. Okay. Oh, Kid President. I love him. I follow him on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you mean SF Kid President? SF Kid President, yeah. <laughs> And then they've got uh, 24, 
titles that will continue. Action. 22 of them are about Batman. Yeah, Action Comics, Aquaman, Batgirl, Batman, De- Detective Comics, Superman slash Batman, Catwoman, Deathstroke, The Flash, Gotham Academy, Gotham by Midnight, Grayson, Green Arrow, Green Lantern, Harley Quinn, Justice League, Justice League United, Lobo, Secret Six, Sinestro, New Suicide what? Squad. Lobo? Lobo. Fucking... <laughs> <laughs> Superman, Superman slash Wonder Woman, Teen Titans, and Wonder Woman. <coughs> Holy shit. Fucking Lobo. Lobo is a goddamn intergalactic cockroach. Lobo <laughs> just wiped the sweat from his brow when that final list came out. It was like, whoo, a close one. So does this mean there's going to be two Harley Quinn books? Well, the, um, yes. Well, the Harley Quinn, Harley Quinn book, Power I believe, Girl. is a uh, miniseries. Oh, okay. <laughs> but it's predicated upon an arc in the recent book with Harley with Power Girl. It was fucking funny. That Harley book is a good time. Well, he writes it for the fans. <laughs> <laughs> Jimmy, Jimmy Palamone. <laughs> it's silly, man, but it's fun. I like that book. It's fun. Um, I mean, I'm I'm all I'm all for this. I think it's really cool. I mean, I don't necessarily give a fuck about a lot of those titles. But I applaud the direction. Like, just tell the fucking yeah. stories. I think it's a lot more diverse in their title selection than when the New Fifty Two launched. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's look. It, it's not diverse as in you know a bunch of weird characters get their own book. But I think it's diverse in it's going to appeal to a lot of different readers. Whereas the New Fifty Two appealed to you know a certain section of readers, and that was it. Yeah, it's I'm okay with this. It's because man, like you know, this is actually kind of interesting. You know, like I'm 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 about this, and you know, every time here lately, I hear like a big announcement from Marvel, I just kind of scratch my head at it because they're really pushing in ways that I don't really understand. I'm I'm kind of interested in that uh, We Are Robin book. And it's uh, written with art by Lee Bermejo, and it looks kind of cool. Yeah. Ooh, he's doing a whole book art? Yeah, and Lee Bermejo is also doing the Fight Club sequel. Did you see that that yeah. I tweeted at you, Jose? Yeah, that was pretty cool. Pretty cool. Um, okay, moving on to Marvel. Marvel announced A-Force. Uh, they were actually supposed to announce this on The View on Friday because that's what Marvel does now. They make announcements on the view, but they got bumped. <laughs> so they announced it on Mashable instead. Uh, we got uh, co-writers G. Willow Wilson and Marguerite Bennett with artist Jorge Molina. And uh, the team consists of She-Hulk, Dazzler, Medusa, Nico Minoru, and a cosmically powered new hero named Singularity. Uh, the cover uh, by Jim Chung features Marvel heroes Marvel heroines from all parts of the universe, including Jim Lee, Rogue, uh, you got uh, fucking Spider-Gwen in there, uh, She-Hulk is in her ninety her 80s Avengers outfit, so it's kind of, it feels, it's definitely Secret Wars branded, so we're probably getting a little bleed over here from Battle World, but I would assume this this will move past... Secret World Wars and Battle. No, actually, Secret Wars is going to go on for a whole year, isn't it? Who the fuck yep. knows anymore? <laughs> I think that is correct. Yeah. And this will whimper out before then, I'm sure. I think they're doing a lot. I think. I, uh, see, okay, here's the thing. It's, it's like a tale of two Marvels. Marvel's doing this kind of shit, 
where they're pushing the Secret War stuff, you know, full full ahead with that, you know. And, you know, like, my perspective on something like this is different. You know, I see a lot of people excited about this, but this just seems pandering as fuck to me. Well, I think... I think there's a lot of pandering going on these days, but you know what? In in on the flip side, they were pandering to fucking white males for decades. So <laughs> this is really transparently. So I'd be I feel like I'd be like, come on the fuck on. But the book's good. The book's good. But like, point being, <coughs> you got shit like this where they're like, hey, Secret Wars, Secret Wars, A Force, and all you know, and Battle World, and all this shit. And I really just don't give a fuck. But then you've got, you know, that uh, Spider-Gwen book is starting up soon and that Howard the Duck book. And so, you know, there is this stuff that's not balls deep in Secret Wars that's really interesting. And, you know, I'm kind of ready for more of that because the past couple of years, man, like the (laughs) big (laughs) continuity-driven Marvel stuff has been a fucking drag. Oh, Kelly in the chat. I'm sorry, Lee. You just went on this big, long talk, hit all your points, and then Kelly in the chat hits us with a, Juan, you're typing like the lizard. <laughs> I'm looking forward to the let me, let me read I like Juan's, a Sazzler. Let me read Juan's uh, update. I am looking forward to a fork. I like Sazzler. It got rogue. <laughs> <laughs> Fell down, hurt my head. Okay, though. <laughs> now, now, back to your point about pandering, Lee. Um, you know, we've got all these people that are begging for more diversity in comics. Begging yeah, for I it. think there's a way to do that. Begging not be like, look, it. here's all the girls ever. And yeah. whenever a book comes out with a female lead, they fucking buy it. So and I'm, I'm all for that. Like, I have no beef with that at all. That's great. More diversity is cool. But it's just like, you know, the, the move of here's all the girls. <laughs> you like yeah, them, right? all I, of them. That's what I don't like about A-Force. Because, like, the new Ms. Marvel book is good. The new Captain Marvel book is good. <clears> the Elektra <throat> book is great. The Black Widow book is great. The She-Hulk book was great. Like, Marvel's been really delivering with their female-led books. For sure. And then, out of nowhere, they're like, oh, yeah, no. Uh, in the same vein as that god-awful Mighty Avengers book that took every, like, uh, minority character and told them they were on the Avengers now, uh, we're going to take She-Hulk, Medusa, Dazzler, like, all of these characters that have established storylines right now that have nothing to do with one another like dazzler is working for shield hunting mutants she hulk is trying to start a law office uh medusa <laughs> is is in charge of a you know population of inhumans uh in the middle of new york city and tracking down all the lost inhumans that are now on the on the planet and the nico chick was just on uh fucking arcade's murder world trying to murder all her friends and then tried to become a masters of evil. Yeah. So like but what, Secret Wars, Mahoney. Secret what Wars. What brings them together <laughs> and is like, you guys, we should be a team. Like well, see, I'm this, cool that, with that's, that is emo team, sad dazzler. Sense. This is disco roller skate dazzler, right. Mahoney. She loves Medusa. Ay ay ay. update from Juan <laughs> in the chat. Mahoney, Kuntiniti Kiap. <laughs> <laughs> Juan, 
You can't use words like Kuntaniti. It's offensive. That's our word, Juan. Yeah, but, but you know, it's that was my other my other point was you know the Marvel's doing some really cool stuff, man. Their solo titles are excellent. Like a lot of the solo books are fucking top notch, man. Yep. But all the big world building stuff that I used to love is a fucking drag right now, and it's really weird. Like, yeah, it I, at least. It exists as two separate planes for the most part. Like the world building stuff is its one thing and the solo books are their own. So I mean, I don't know what Secret Wars is gonna do to it, but all of the lead up to Secret Wars, you could you could completely ignore that and still enjoy, you know, Hawkeye, Daredevil, Captain Marvel, Ms. Marvel, Ant Man, She Hulk, Electra, Black Widow. Captain America even, you know, like Captain America. All of these books, you could enjoy all of those books, not uh, Superior Iron Man because that nope, book sucks. terrible. But you could enjoy all those other books completely independent of any of the stuff that's building up to this maze of massive. Here's the thing: they didn't even bother to like give those sixes tie-ins, right? Because they're just letting them do their own thing. And so now, if they do that, like if that's what happens, you do your fucking weird secret wars thing, and whatever this new pizza smashed world is, if you just let those books keep doing their thing, and suddenly there's like you know elements of this new world in there cool you know but i just i would hate for them to derail all the good things they have going for the right. sake of this weird stunt thing right i'm hoping that they don't i'm hoping that it just comes and goes we'll you see know, daredevil just, we'll get to hang out with miles morales now because that's what it's all about yeah i'm totally cool with a marvel thing that says you know oh you guys all like spider gwen great then she exists now, you know, like I don't want them to be so like stuck on, Oh, well we can't do a spider Gwen book because she only exists in this weird Spider-Man crossover, you know, like no, bring her in. Guess that's the thing though. But if they're doing a, if the spider Gwen book is, and maybe this is my ignorance, I don't know, but if the spider Gwen book is set like in her universe where, you know, Peter died and all that shit, like maybe it's not, maybe it is. I'm not sure. It's yeah. not out yet, but if it does, exist there which that's kind of cool because i'd like to know more about that world that's neat but like does that put that book on the chopping block right away when secret wars is over because there's only going to be one universe left no i think i think you put spider gwen out it starts out in her universe about her and at the end of the day when there's one universe left she she remains yeah she and she's now part of that one universe right. So now it's the book is about her adjusting to this new universe, adjusting to a universe where Peter didn't die, and also Peter having just weird boners because his dead girlfriend's around and she's a superhero now. Yeah. Which you I get some it. of that in Spider-Verse. <laughs> That's fucking excellent. I love it. Let's do it. It's really good. It's really good. I mean, I, just, I am nervous about what they're going to do to my beloved Marvel Comics. It's I just me, it's but when I hear A-Force, all I think about is asshole. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, it's not just you. Every time I read that that day it came out, I was like, that is a terrible name. But then when I would look at it, I'd be like, I don't know why it's a terrible name, but it's a terrible name. Well, I, I forget who made the joke. Oh, it was Steven Wacker, who is a Marvel guy. And he was like, if the first trade for A-Force isn't called to be reckoned with, 
then they <laughs> fucked up somewhere. That was me. That was me. That was I you? Said that. You said that? Yeah, he may have also said that, but if he did, I said it independently. Well, of I give Stephen Mahoney, Marco. I give you the, the credit then, Mahoney. <laughs> I am never, I never have a problem with giving you credit for everything. <laughs> I said that it should be uh, A-Force Volume 1 to be reckoned with. <laughs> Volume two of equal and opposite reaction. (laughs) (laughs) What we got next? What's next? Uh, Next is Scribed, which is Netflix for books. Holy shit, you guys. Launched its comic service today with over 10,000 titles from Marvel, IDW, Archie, Top Shelf, Top Cow, Valiant, Dynamite, uh, $8.99 a month flat fee, all you can read. Um, And I'm... Holy fucking shit. Have you looked at it? <laughs> no. No. Like, holy shit. Like, it's fucking crazy. Like, this is exciting unless you, like, own a comic shop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we've talked about this on the show, right? I think we've talked about that someday there would be a Netflix of comic books and that, that would just be it. I'm sure. Well, I mean, the, the one thing holding it back is that it's not going to have new titles. Which, yeah. you know, Netflix doesn't really have new titles, so... Yeah. There's no, um... Like, trades. Trades are new titles. And if I can buy a monthly subscription to... However you say this website's name... Scribed. For the cost of I believe one Scribed. Like, trade, Subscribed. We'll call it Scribed. If, uh... If you can buy a subscription to Scribed for the cost of a single trade, why would you ever buy a trade again? Yeah, it's a lot, guys. Like, there's a lot of stuff in here. Like, and there's a lot of Marvel stuff. A lot of, you know, there's no DC stuff yet. Lots of Marvel stuff. A shitload of dynamite, dynamite books. All those cool licensed books they've got. Um, all the, uh, like, the whole boys run is on there. There's some full runs. Captain America, Daredevil, Runaways, Thor. All the trades uh, that are current of the Ninja Turtles from IDW are on there. Um, it's a lot, and none of it's super current from Marvel, but like issue two of that weird-ass Edward Scissorhands book from IUW is on there, and I think issue four is about to come out. Oh, I think I saw that um, some of the early issues of Rocket Raccoon are going to be there at least, so that's that's pretty recent. Yeah, so it's not super uncurrent, but like Mahoney said, even if it isn't super current like like there's shit here that i haven't read that yeah. i'm probably gonna sign up for and read right like why would you go buy it if you can just if if you've got 75 dollars worth of stuff on scribed that you want to read just subscribe for two months and you're in for 16 dollars and you've read it all yeah and there's a lot of cool like and, and you know yeah, IDW, Marvel, uh, that's all there. And there, but there's a shitload of Archie stuff, and like, I've been very curious about some of these Archie books the past couple of years, you know. And now you can check some of those things out. And like, there's a shitload of weird independent stuff that no one's ever heard of that now maybe people get a chance to read. You know, like this is cool. I this is my view of the future. This is my Tony Stark futurist view of. <laughs> comics in the next 50 years there's going to be probably scribed or whoever comes along and bumps them off and replaces them but there's going to be this netflix of comics and the idw's the the um 
dynamites, all the little, all the non Marvel DC and image uh, publishers are eventually going to be bought by them. Yeah, and they will just their umbrella thrive, <laughs> and it will be you pay me ten bucks a month, and here's all the comics. And the only chance any of these comic companies will have is to either be so small that Scribes doesn't care about them and they serve one special market on, you know, Kickstarter and Facebook and wherever they find their fans or their Marvel and DC and image that is just so large that Scribe, you know, they don't need to be bought out by Scribe. But like, but image though, man, a lot of the top cow shit's on there. Um, a lot of, there's a handful of Vertigo books, but they're creator owned, so you can do that kind of thing. Yeah. It's neat. Like I, I'm anxious. I'm gonna check it out and try to see how uh, how it works, like, how the delivery works. You know, like do I have to sit and wait for them to download, or is it more? I mean, if I can stream video, I can stream a comic book. <laughs> I should be able to stream yeah. solid images of a comic book. So. Yeah, the 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 functionality of their reader is going to be very important for people like us. But for people who haven't read a comic, who all of a sudden are just unscribed because they like to read books or whatever, and they see Captain America 3, and then they see that they can read a bunch of Captain America comics, you know, they're going to they're gonna be all over that. Why, Denim in the chat chimes in that says, they gone, Zinescope calls tits. <laughs> <laughs> There's a sh- like all the, um, you know, this would have been really helpful for me a while back when I was trying to catch up on the Top Cow stuff because like, all the Wishblade Darkness books are in here, like fucking everything. And apparently there's even a binge option, which will let you start at issue one and move forward if they have like volumes of this thing. Like it's Oh yeah. nice, nice. Like I'm What's super- gonna happen? Something like Scribed is going to get it's going to hit, it's going to be successful, and they're going to need content. And rather than try to create their own characters and sell their own comics. They're going to just buy up the small guys until they've bought all the small guys up to the ones that are too big to buy. Kind of like how Netflix, you know, makes their own shows now. Exactly. I'm super hyped about this, you guys. This is pretty cool. Again, delivery will be everything. Yes. And it will probably, I imagine it will, uh, it will evolve. You know, it may not be great right now, but in five years, I bet it will be. Yeah, I just, I just really hope I don't have to sit there and wait for a whole damn book to download before I can read it. Even if you do, the books download on Comixology in like no time. True, 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 very true. Yeah, especially <laughs> like if I'm just, you do like just a, scrolling through. Look at this. This, this actually is the words on my screen right now. I'm just scrolling through, seeing what they got. It says, "Read all 231 books by Witchblade for 8.99 a month." <laughs> <laughs> 231 Witchblade and you, comics. You don't even need to buy shelves. Yeah. Oh shit. Echoes is up here. Ooh. Wow. Echoes was so good. And that's worth nine bucks right there, guys. What Seriously. about um, Last of the Greats? Yeah. Um, Last of the Greats might be a painful memory. <laughs> yeah no last of the greats (laughs) but point is a lot of cool stuff up here man like if you you know again cool for guys like us potentially huge 
for you know guys not like us. You know the and great for fucking chicks. Yeah, the fucking the fucking normies. I mean, it like we all have the casual comic fan who knows of the movies and who says like, "Oh man, you know, I really enjoyed Captain America too." Like the Winter Soldier was a cool character. I like how they brought Bucky back. And you want to say to them, "Oh, well you should go buy 29 issues of <laughs> Captain America. Or if you don't want to do that, just buy this $75 hardcover that has them all in there. Yeah, or buy this $75 hardcover because it's a really good story. And they're like, I'm not going to buy yeah. 30 issues or spend $75 on a hardcover. But they'd put down 8 bucks to be able to read them all on their phone or their tablet. That's a great point, Mahoney, because it's like someone watches Better Call Saul and they like it. And they're like, okay, well, uh, why don't you go buy, you know, six seasons of Breaking Bad on Blu-ray or right. sign up for Netflix and you can exactly. watch it all immediately. Exactly. There's a spot on the uh, scribe section for Marvel, which has, again, the entire Ultimate Comics library, which, you know, talk about accessible comics, like, at the beginning at least. You throw somebody at, you know, those Ultimate Spider-Man comics, the Bendis Bagley shit, forget about it, you know? But there's a spot here that says Classic Marvel Moments and it's got Born Again, uh, Fallen Sun, uh, the Daredevil Klaus Janssen stuff with um, Frank Miller, Silver Surfer Rebirth of Thanos, the Masterworks, I'm sorry, the Thor Visionaries, Walter Simonson. Like, it's the legit greatest hits in Marvel Comics. Yeah. You know, it wasn't one of the news stories because we had bigger news this week, but Lee, <coughs> Daredevil trailer. What'd no, you I think? saw the Daredevil trailer. I <laughs> legit got goosebumps. Oh, yeah. Nicole walked in. She goes, what is that? I go, he's got goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so excited. Was it because of the Daredevil trailer or because you just took a really cold shower? Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> I, got, I got goosebumps when I had my first warm shower at home for several days. <laughs> oh, that was just a gas, though. <laughs> ah, right. Uh, next like, story. I had my first warm shower and it made me so lightheaded. <laughs> <laughs> next story. Listen, Rad, I will report back soon. Hell, we should all report back soon with our tales of how Scribe worked out for us. Yeah. I'll get my wife to subscribe. <laughs> she has two Kindles. Look at she loves, we all mean, you know. She has two Kindles? She has two Kindles. I have zero. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you're all preaching to the choir, man, but fucking. Comics is expensive. <laughs> like, yep. It is, yeah. And even if, and you know, this doesn't take the place of, you know, brand holy shit, old school Generation X. Ooh. Look at that. Oh, man. They need some fucking amalgam on there. You think this they'll take uh, back issue bucks? <laughs> no, no, I doubt. Bill and Chris Bocciolo. Oh, shit, I son. they'll take back issue bucks. It's not going to replace, you know, current month-to-month comics right now but if it hits and it succeeds the next logical step for them is monthly books and they're going to look for um a talent pool and they're going to build it up and i think it's going to be existing things i think it's going to be like remember that like wizard of oz thing that dirk manning wrote part of yeah 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 that's going to get bought out by scribed and it's going to be released through them instead of you know Spending 75% of their budget trying to figure out how to print it and advertise it and do all of that. Well, Comixology Submit does a lot of that right now. They've taken a lot of that 
onto them too, because that's a yeah, very generous publisher. Yeah, doesn't. They don't have the library that Scribed has, and they don't have the pricing structure that Scribed has. True. So true. I can see Scribed coming for that Comicsology money. I'm very excited. And, and, and good is, for you, Marvel, for being you know, yes, forethinking enough to not poo-poo on this and, exactly. and going going in at the very beginning. Good for them. Comicsology is like the Amazon instant video of comics, and Scribed is the Netflix. Perfect analogy. Yep. You know, they both have their place, but you're going to be spending your money on that Amazon bought Comicsology. <laughs> yeah. Panels on pages, podcast. Come for the analogies, stay for Seth Rollins' dick. I <laughs> see they got Dan Slot She Hulk on here, and I've been trying to find those trades for not 30 goddamn dollars forever. Oh, uh, yeah. Mary has a, a small collection of those. See, I was trying to find the whole ones, but like volume two's been out of print for like six years. Well, guess what? What's up, scribed? All right. Makes me so happy. All next, right. Next story. Uh, rumor is that Marvel Studios is courting Angelina Jolie to direct the Captain Marvel movie. I couldn't care less. Now, Angelina Jolie, Oscar-winning actress. She's been in yes. the business for a while. You know, she's been around. Obviously, great directors. But to her credit, currently, Angelina Jolie has directed three movies and or four movies and one is announced and uh her most recent one unbroken about a world war ii uh prisoner of war just recently came out you know critically acclaimed i just i don't know about giving her the reins to See, i didn't i did not realize she directed so many films so many <laughs> <laughs> She's directed two more than Josh Wing directed. Oh shit! <laughs> Point Lee. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. Well, looks like my argument's dead. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he, I I did not make the Josh Whedon comparison. That is an excellent point. Holy shit, Lee! Just saying. <laughs> I mean, we were talking about this earlier this week, Nice and I, about you know why Angelina and Nye's said it's, you know, it reeks of stunt casting. And we looked up the box office mojo for that uh, unbreakable movie about the unbroken. World War II, unbroken, the World War II uh, POW. And it made like $115 million, which... Oh, shit, really? Like, I don't know a lot about World War II POW movies, but I don't think they usually pull in $100 million. So I've honestly never heard of This is what happened. Yeah. We don't have real TV anymore. Yeah. yeah. I've never heard of this movie. Like, no wonder Marvel's after her. Because no shit. just wow. attaching her name to a no-name story made him $100 million. So you throw her on Marvel's first female superhero movie directed by Angelina Jolie, and you're looking at half a billion dollars. <laughs> yeah, I just, you know, I didn't get... I'm beyond the point where I get excited about Angelina Jolie anymore. Yeah, she looks, and I mean I've never so seen a movie spindly. she directed. I have <laughs> right, no yeah, idea. Yeah, they, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Maybe they're fucking know. excellent. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, apparently it is. I mean, you know, shitty movies unless they're you know, Spider Man's don't make 114 million dollars. Not including yeah. TV. Joss Whedon directed Serenity, The Avengers, <laughs> Much Ado About Nothing, and Age of Ultron. 
And the best part about that is, isn't he like done after? Hasn't he been like, yeah, I'm gonna step back after Age of Ultron and like take some time. Like he directed Serenity, Much Ado About Nothing, and two Avengers movies. And Much Ado About Nothing, he literally shot in his kitchen. He's like walking off into the sunset with a billion and a half dollars. As far as as Avengers movies goes, I think he doesn't want to do Infinity (laughs) War, but he actually expressed interest in doing Captain Marvel. So. I mean, oh, can like, you blame him for not wanting to do Infinity War? <laughs> no. Infinity yes. War is going to be huge. I'll fucking take that job. Me and Jose will split Infinity War down the middle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I want to be your writer. <laughs> I don't. Okay, never mind. I don't want to write shit. I just want to tell the writers what the story should be. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Story credit. Yeah, yeah, see, I don't want to be a script writer. I just want to come up with a story. You guys go yeah. fucking fill the yeah, I'll exactly. write the fucking script then. Yeah, you when the uh, like, you know when you see the credits that say screenplay by, and the next one is story by, I want to be the story by guy. Yeah, yeah. that right. guy didn't have to write shit down. Then I will take yeah. my. He just stood in a room for a half an hour and just rambled and was like, "Oh, oh, yeah, <laughs> no," and then this happens. You, think and you guys write that Thanos shit down? shows up. Now get to work. Well, when I get my best screenplay award for Avengers: Infinity War one and two, I'll be sure to thank you guys for your story <laughs> credits. <laughs> <laughs> Dicks. <I can> that. <coughs> and, uh, me being thanked in a nice uh, best screenplay award speech would be the second most exciting moment behind me being on one of those celebrities mean read mean tweets segments. <laughs> <on the show. laughs> we need a <laughs> Mahoney reads Juan tweets. <laughs> <laughs> Bucket list stuff, man. Bucket list. What else we got? Finally, final news story. <sighs> Henry Damon, 37 years old from Caracas, oh, Venezuela. Oh, this fucking guy. I forgot. Oh, cut off Matt his nose. Damon. Cut off his nose. Tattooed his face red. And added subdermal implants to look like the red skull. However, still has hair on his head and has a fucking... Al Qaeda beard going on, <laughs> and this guy—it doesn't even look like. Fucking it doesn't rich. even look like the red. That's the like thing, the man. Skull. Like, if you want to fucking, you know, say, hey, for whatever reason, I identify with Johan Schmidt, the Red Skull. <laughs> I would like to emulate myself after him. One, you're a fucking weirdo, but I got no right. beef with fucking weirdos. That's fine, but like, he doesn't even like. What's this shit on his forehead? Yeah. You know what that shit is? Something the Red Skull doesn't have. That looks like some Klingon shit. Yeah. It's 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 like he went into whoever did these subdermal implants and just described the Red Skull to him and didn't <laughs> show him a picture. He was like, no, like it's like this dude. And like he's got like a red skull for a face. And he was like, okay, I think I get it. And the fucking get red tattoos on his face looks like he's made out of steak. Yes, it's all- I, you know, when I read this, that he got his ta- his face tattooed red, my first thought was, well, there's got to be a better way to make your face red yeah. than that. <laughs> yeah, for real. <laughs> there's got to be. Like, oh, okay, you want to have a red face? I'm going to just individually tattoo every pore on your face yeah. to be red. No, 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 not even every pore. Just his forehead and his cheeks got tattoos. Well, I mean, for he, now. Like, for now. Like, you know, yeah. I imagine you don't get your whole fucking face done on the same day. Yeah, you got to sit in the chair. Oh, you, oh you know, yeah, because I'm sure this guy has a job he needs to get to. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking guy is a married father. 
Well, yeah. And he got the... He does not look like the Red Skull, but he does look like a fucking asshole. Yeah, thanks to Emilio Gonzalez, who dropped out of medical school, uh, he got the tattoos and body modification. Nothing like a medical school dropout to turn yourself into the Red Skull. The best part about that is he looks like he got turned into the Red Skull by a medical school dropout. (laughs) (laughs) He looks like one of those... Shitty uh, Halloween mask you used to be able to find at Spencer Guess before they sold dildos. Yeah. <laughs> like, remember on the old Batman the Animated Series, the episode where Two-Face got scarred and he, like, unwrapped his mask and, like, smashed the mirror and all oh that? That's, God, how yes. I imagine, that's how I imagine this reveal went down. <laughs> he looks like he's an extra from a System of a Down music video. Ugh. <laughs> oh. He looks like one of the things I saw in any background still from Farscape because I've never seen the show. We had to yeah. talk about it on the yes. show. We had to talk about it because it's fucking ridiculous. His face but, looks like a taint. But I <laughs> hate, I hate that this was a news story and it went around so much around Seriously. our community. It's horrid. even if, even if he looked spot on like these implants <laughs> and whatever they tattooed on his face, even if he looked exactly like the Red Skull. He does not deserve a news story until he shaves his fucking beard. Right. Exactly. Because that's the thing, too. Like, all the stories just say, guy transformed himself into Red Skull. None of them say, and also he doesn't look like the fucking Red Skull. <laughs> yeah, well, exactly. Well, maybe guy attempts to become Red Skull, fails miserably. <laughs> yeah, because, like, that's the headlines. You're like, oh, shit, really? And then you see the pictures, you're like, that's not what he did. <laughs> guy, guy attempts to become Red Skull, uh, ruins face in progress. <laughs> well, maybe maybe there's some sort of pocket universe Red Skull that we're forgetting about. That you know, some alternate universe Red Skull, maybe 2099 Red Skull that had a beard and hair and you know flesh colored eyebrows, <laughs> and that's who he's fucking supposed to look like. Man attempts to become Red Skull, dies alone. <laughs> <laughs> just awful man does to become red skull digs unspoken vow chastity <laughs> <laughs> like you got kids man that's that's not cool man like, does to no. become red skull banned from chuck e cheese that's horrid like, like if if Catherine wakes up and I greet her in the hallway and I don't have my glasses on, she's like, why don't you have your glasses on? I, and she thinks it's weird. If I came home looking like the Red Skull, that'd Or whatever be it. the fuck that guy looks like? Yeah. My dad shaved his mustache when I was like five. I was inconsolable, scream crying. <laughs> I almost shaved my soul patch just for the fuck of it, and then I realized it would make Zoe's world shatter. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she doesn't even know what history is. You right. sh- you shave your soul patch? Oh my god! <laughs> Lee would just be like, "No, honey, my soul patch still exists in the past," and she'd be like, "What the fuck is the past?" Yeah, we're talking about string theory now. <laughs> I will say she, she's trying to get it though, because they talked a little bit about um, you guys do like a Black History Month thing at school, and they're talking about integration and shit like that and whatever. Uh, she came home and she's like, "You know, we learned about Rosa Parks today," and I'm like, "You did." What what Rosa Parks do? And she fucking knew the story. I'm like, and when was this? <laughs> singing you the outcast song? <laughs> Two guys wrote a song about her. It was awesome, Dad. <laughs> she, she fucking had it down. She, I was just got, listening to Equimini today. She, she got the uh, 
the context, everything. So I think she's coming around on it. It's going to be all right. Let's, uh, let's talk about comic books. Get the fuck out of here. We're going along. The problem with comic books is the ink comes off on your hands. <laughs> Every time you turn the page, you have to wash your hands. We'll make this quick because uh, we did run long. We knew we would. Big news stories. Um, Angela, Asgard's assassin number Angela. three came out. And um, I'm not sure why I'm still reading this book. I've only read the first one, and I was like, eh. And then it, you know, it's it's a low priority read for me. It's extremely low priority. It's definitely one of those like when, the, when everything else is gone, maybe. Yeah. Um, like, I feel like feeling human as, as his art isn't even as good as it used to be. Like, it's weird. Like, I used to remember thinking very highly of him, and now it just looks really weird. And the faces all have weird giant noses. It's it's very odd. Is he the one who's always hitting on Jeff? I think so. I think so. That sounds about right. And they. Gave Angela some weird relic God damn it. that makes her look just like the Angelus from the Top Cow universe. Oh, yeah. I saw a tweet about that, that she now she has a costume that like, uh, like shape shifts to suit its wearer or something, you know, like the Angelus. Yeah. And so she's essentially Witchblade. And she has the giant horns like the Angelus and wings. I've heard this one before. Like the Angelus. Like now, Neil Gaiman may have created Spawn on a horse <laughs> and given her okay to use Angela in this, but Neil Gaiman did not create the fucking Angelus. <laughs> so yeah, a little, little dirty pool about that one. Um so you know. I can't in good conscience recommend a human being read Angela, Asgard's assassin. I will scream for the mountaintops, though, that human beings should read Ant-Man number two. Yes. Because, Fantastic. holy shit, it's fun. That book was great. Uh, I have not seen this uh, Ramon uh, Rosanis on art before, but it's awesome, man. It looks great. It's fun. It starts off with the fucking grizzly attacking Ant-Man. You don't know why. It's a good frame story. Like He's got it pinned to the wall. And Grizz is like, you know, the whole time I was in the joint, all I thought about was taking you out. And Scott's like, I don't know who the hell you are, man. You put me away during the siege. He's like, I was dead during the siege, man. Like, look <laughs> it up. Like, no way, man. Ant-Man put me away. He goes, that was a different guy. And then he just quietly puts it down as all apologetic and shit for wrecking his store. <laughs> yeah. So it was funny. pretty awesome. And I love the continuing bit where he doesn't have a suit, so whenever he has to go to a, like an important job thing, he shows up in his Ant-Man suit. <laughs> yeah, it's just straight up. And, like He just writes his... his uh, he's trying to get a loan for his business because he wants to have a, uh, a security consulting agency because, hey, Tony Stark hired him, right? <laughs> like His whole thing is, I used to steal stuff. So what better, like he writes this to the bank, like what better guy to tell you not how to get your stuff stolen than the guy that used to steal your stuff? <laughs> <laughs> it is fantastic. Fantastic. So much fun. Um, and again, this is one of those things, it's a darling little book that I just do not want to see fall casually to whatever Secret Wars buttfuckery is happening. Leave this kind of stuff alone because it's, it's, it's delightful. Um, as was the penultimate issue of Hawkeye, which came out, I don't know, three years after the last one. Holy shit. Long gap. Long gap. But um, it's almost over. 
and that bums me the fuck out. I know. It's so good. It's so good. But I, I believe Nick Spencer is writing the new one, right? Um, I don't know. Oh, it's in the back of the book. Hang on. I feel like it's Nick Spencer. Hang on, hang on, hang on. It is Jeff Lemire. Okay, he does good stuff to you, though. He does good yes. stuff. Yeah, he's good. But he's good. Um, I trust in him. There's just a the lot. Fact that, like, this... there's going to be a continuing Hawkeye book. There's yeah. been 20, tw- 22 issues of a Hawkeye book, and they're going to continue on with another creative team. Like, okay, sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that's, Merry and Christmas that's to me. good decisions Marvel's making, you know? Yeah. Like, more of those would be great. But there's just amazing action in this book, man. It's all just choreographed beautifully. Like, There's a scene in this book where the, the tracksuit gangster bro guys are storming this building that uh, Hawkeye owns. And him and his neighbors are kind of like, uh, like home alone protecting it and so they've got two giant charcoal grills just lit up and as the tracksuit guys start coming in they dump the charcoal grills and hawkeye starts shooting the charcoal briskets whatever yeah into the tracksuit guys out of midair he's just shooting them out the flaming rocks out of midair and into the guys lighting them on fire it is amazing it's so fucking cool like and and you know this, the art is so good you can practically see it move. Yeah, it like, really you know it's amazing. It's it's so damn good. I'm gonna be sad to see it go. And I uh, <coughs> uh, reread uh, finally finished the um, uh, Iron Fist complete collection they did. So it has like the first sixteen all the uh, capital cities they have in tournament whatever. Again, the that's the the first fraction Aja joint and um, it's good man. But like. It's really good. It looks great. And again, you can see those fight scenes move. And it's amazing. But just something about the the color palette in Haw- in Hawkeye just makes it just jump off that much more. Like I read a lot about it, and like in a they uh, talk a lot about it. And I was uh, Hollingsworth uh, does the color work. Matt Hollingsworth, and you know he picks like twelve colors, and will do the entire issue in those twelve colors, all flats. Like whether it makes sense or not. Like you know one, one issue. The sky was the color of Black Widow's hair because that's the color he had for it. Like, that's the color he had budgeted for it. And so it makes everything very unified visually, and it's just amazing. It's a fucking masterwork in comics. Like, it really is. It's, and, like, not because it's Hawkeye and I love Hawkeye. It is amazing. No, it is, but it he is also a love letter to the fucking medium <laughs> in the best possible way. Like, no Hawkeye movie could be as good as this comic book is. No. Nope. Because it wouldn't be like this comic book. It's fucking... Breathtaking, breathtakingly good. Uh, let's see what else we got. Uh, Saga came back with issue number twenty-five, and goddamn, it's still good. Still so good. Lots of um, narrative, uh, like uh, foreshadowing, as Hazel continues to narrate her own story. Foreshadowing the stuff that I know is just gonna bum me the fuck out. We get to see some of the revolutionaries, the people that are fighting back against the horns and the wings. So that's interesting. And that little fucking dude, <laughs> like seal guy in the uh, overalls, he's still around with uh, Prince Robot and Marco. He's hilarious. Horribly flawed people doing horribly flawed things. It's it's fucking great. Uh, nobody was good. Still love Velvet. Uh, let's see, 
Batman Eternal number forty four. They're killing it, man. Great art, great artwork in that. They're just uh, this issue was a lot of catch up. Like he, you know, this is what these characters are doing. Not moving a whole lot ahead, but definitely kind of letting us know where some of the pieces are on the board. And something like this, you have to do that once in a while. But it was really, really good. Uh, and then lastly, uh, this book called Lady Killer coming out from Dark Horse. I don't know if I talked about the first issue. Issue two came out this week. And it's um, written and uh, drawn by uh, Joel Jones, who I remember. I first got turned on to on uh, Helheim, the art on Helheim. And it's set like in the, I'm saying, I'm bad at this, say 50s, 60s, you know, the era of, you know, prim and proper housewives kind of thing, you know, very Mad Men-esque. Whatever the fuck Mad Men is, that's what this is. <laughs> and it's um, about this housewife who was also a contract killer. Uh, so while she's doing her thing, being very you know, happy homemaker, you know, she's having to squeeze time out to go and murder this guy at a Playboy Bunny Club. Playboy Club. And it's really neat. Uh, sharp dialogue. Expressive, bright, like, you know, cartoony art, so it's not super gritty. But it looks really neat. Um, a lot of fun. I think it's going to be a mini-series, so if it's something you want to wait for a collection for, that's cool. Maybe it'll be on Scribed in a little while. Who knows? <laughs> but Lady Killer's really, really cool. It's fun. Uh, what else you got, Mahoney? Uh, you know what I've been really enjoying is the new Star Wars comic. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The second issue of that came out, and it's been fun. This uh, For some reason, I don't see Mahoney as a Star Wars guy. I, You know... I wouldn't have been, except that it was kind of a fresh start, and I said, all right, I'll give it a shot. Yeah, me too. Like, I don't read a lot of Star Wars comics. I'm not a huge Star Wars guy, but yeah, this is pretty cool. And like the, the was it Dark Horse? Who was doing Star Wars before Dark Marvel? Dark Horse, yeah. Back? Dark Horse. The Dark Horse stuff is kind of like where I'm at with like Hellboy, where I know people say Hellboy is cool, but I feel like there's been 35 years of Hellboy, and I like I can't read it. There's I been wouldn't 20, even know where to begin. Like legit 20. Uh, oh, to that end though, I did I am I did check out. I'm same thing with you, like with Hellboy in particular. Um, I have been reading this. Uh, it's called Hellboy and the BPRD. Yeah. Um, and it's basically it's Hellboy's first mission in like 1952. Like it's so, like he's kind of just reaching adulthood. They're putting him out in the field, and again. Very accessible because it is his first mission and it's pretty cool. Yeah, uh, and Alex Malib is doing the art on that, and it's really really neat. But in this second issue, second issue of Star Wars, uh, Darth Vader shows up. Yeah. Well, it's Luke, Han, Leia. They're Chewie. They're trying to blow up this. Uh, it's supposed to be this fully automated plant, but it's not actually automated. It's run by a bunch of slaves. So they're trying to evacuate the slaves, but now that they're spending all this time, uh, Vader and a bunch of stormtroopers show up. Vader takes Luke's lightsaber away from him and starts wielding it with the force. And so as they're going about the fight, Luke's lightsaber is just flying through the air, chopping people down, stabbing them through the hearts. It's, you know, just it's like its own invisible person wielding this lightsaber through the sky while Darth Vader does his thing with his own lightsaber. Yes. Like, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, they do some shit in this movie that is more visually interesting and more compelling and, like, more engaging than anything I've ever seen in a Star Wars movie. Yeah. 
until probably J.J. Abrams gets his hands on it. Yes. I'm sure, sure. some visually interesting shit is going to happen in the new one. Just saying. You, we will see. But yeah, I you know, I don't know. I just, you don't. Vader was creepy and imposing. The look has a lot to do with it. Darth Vader's look is everything, you know. But yeah. like, aside from blowing up Alderaan, you don't really get a chance to see Vader do like really nefarious shit in the movies. Yeah, like he's the bad guy. You know he's a bad guy. They fucking take the bad guy. He looks like a fucking bad guy. You know. Right. And hey, he blew up an entire goddamn planet. That's not something a good person does, you know. <laughs> yeah. But you don't like in this these issues, this one especially, like you get a feel for like his sadism and like his power. Like he just seems a lot stronger here than he ever does in the in the movies. Like it's really, really well done. It's great and looks awesome. Yeah, it really does look awesome. Um what was the what was the thing that this guy drew? He just drew something recently that looked like shit, and everybody was like, what happened to him? And now he's back. John Cassidy. Let's John see, Cassidy. Because John read... Cassidy drew that uh, Captain America uh, story arc way back, and it was fantastic. And then he just did something, and it was god-awful. Let me see. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to think. Remember. I know the last thing I saw, like, and not the same. I mean, you might be thinking about Brian Hitch. I don't think I'm thinking about Brian Hitch. Because the last thing I saw from Brian Hitch looked like something else. <laughs> Might have been Uncanny Avengers. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, it was Uncanny Avengers. Uncanny yeah. Avengers was terrible. Yeah, weird-looking faces in that book. Yes. Yeah, weird character. And that's the thing, weird character designs, too, in, in that book. That just didn't look right. And, you know, weird character designs at the bread and butter of Star Wars, and that shit just works here. Yeah. Mm, that sounds delicious, Jose. What are you eating? I know, right? It sounds like Jose's just eating lettuce. <laughs> oh, I turned mute off. I thought, God, <laughs> I'm fucking chomping away. We know. Jose Jose has like a ham sandwich that he has smashed 35 <laughs> chips into, and he's going to town on it. And just fresh iceberg lettuce as far as the eye can see. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> mute. I was oh, like, I'm sure. fucking starving. <laughs> My well, fault. So what are you I eating? Did, it's a it's this huge ass fucking pub mix. Ah, uh, like Ooh. pretzels and uh little it's like it, it it's like um those those awesome brown crispy things from the Chex Mix. Yeah. Um it's got like some pretzels, <laughs> some wasabi thingies. Ooh, wasabi thingies. Uh, Peas? Wasabi peas? No, they're not peas. They're they're brown. They're not the green wasabi peas. <laughs> Doesn't even matter because the peas are the weak part of wasabi peas. Oh, true, I, true. yeah, true. Like what? the peas are nothing more than a delivery mechanism. <laughs> Here's the funny story behind that. So I got a friend whose mom gave it to him like eight years ago. Not 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 this one, but like the the initial first one was, hey, here, have this, and he kind of liked it, and told her he liked it. So then she got her another. He she kept getting him more and more, but then he like stopped liking him. But the charade went on and on, <laughs> and like he's like three years deep. And he's like, fuck, I can't tell her I don't like him. 
<laughs> she just keeps giving them to him. So now I'm the taker of these. So it looks like he ate them all. I'm sorry. I, I was on mute. I did not mean to be crunching over your comic talk. It wasn't over. It was subtly in the background. Yeah. I could I thought maybe somebody was like like shuffling cards. I was like, I'm not sure exactly what it is. Come but on. Yeah, definitely you knew it was Jose eating. I looked and it says mute on, but they're two different things. It's not mute on it's not mute on, it's mute and on. On. So I turned it on. <laughs> And I'm like, cool. My These mute's are, in on. fact, unrelated notions. <laughs> I apologize. But this fucking pub mix is pretty good, guys. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> you guys got anything else to talk about? Are we wrapping this shit up? Well, let's wrap it up. Yeah. Let's wrap it up, man. All done. Thanks for hanging out with us, Pony, and sharing your... Keen is always inside to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Hey, thanks for having me. Uh, what say you, population? What do you think? This a uh, good thing, bad thing? We're waiting to find out. We got three whole goddamn years to speculate. Yeah. Well, I don't know about you, but I'm one, excited. One year, really. That's true. That's true. At least some form in one year. Where then did you get full three reveal from, Lee? In like 2018. Well, 2017 is going to be the first Spider-Man movie. Oh, but I say it was 2018. No. 2018's Infinity War. Yeah, 2017 is going to be great. Yep, it is uh, 2017. You're correct. That's oh, funny because at, we're like, 2015 is going to be great. 2015's here. We're already talking about 2017. <laughs> we're never happy. <laughs> no, we haven't even watched anything in 2015 yet. And we're like, 2017, watch out. Watch uh, your back. You know, I had, I had said that it was rumored that the... Uh, Batman Superman trailer was supposed to come out with Jupiter Ascending. Obviously, that didn't happen. The new rumor is uh, May fifteenth, May fifteenth with Mad Max. But then again, who knows? DC might have to pull some shit together to get people for, to stop talking about Spider Man for a little bit. So, yeah. Maybe. Just from a Marvel perspective, not even counting any of the DC movies or anything, twenty seventeen is Guardians of the Galaxy two. Spider-Man and Thor 3. Jesus Christ. And that's not even counting Fox. Right. That's that's only Marvel Marvel Cinematic Universe. Meaning the ones that you're going to want to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the ones that you can count on to be good, there's going to be three good ones. And then 2018, Infinity War Part 1, Black Panther, Captain Marvel. I see, I, I don't know, but like, I, is it safe to say we can count on it being good now? I think so. I think, I think maybe. Yeah. I think you put Kevin Feige's name attached to it. He he's not going to diminish his brand by being associated with bullshit. And if Sony's smart, they will listen to every word he says. There is no way that he is not in full control of this Sony Spider-Man movie. No because way. The the other person that they said is going to be working hand in hand with him, who is Amy Pascal who they just announced is stepping down as an executive at Sony. So they're pretty much making Kevin Feige babysit Amy Pascal. <laughs> yeah, 100%. I said it in uh, the population thread on Facebook, but 
this is the perfect situation for him because when Spider-Man comes out and it's great, everybody's going to applaud him. <laughs> and in the odd chance that Spider-Man comes out and it's garbage, they're going to say, oh, look what you did, Sony. You had Kevin <laughs> Feige and you made a shitty Spider-Man movie. And he's going to be like, I tried to stop him. <laughs> Damn Amy Pascal, she didn't take my notes. Yeah, like he can't lose. It's either going to be good and he'll get the credit or it'll suck and he'll skate so, away from the blame. But she's still with Sony? Yes, she's Yeah, but uh, she's not still as, with uh, Sony. See, I thought she charge. was leaving. Yeah, me too. So. I thought she was leaving, but I guess she's just stepping down as a as a studio head. Supposedly, if you look back at the earlier rumors from before this thing came out, Amy Pascal was the one who was saying we will not do this deal if you make us get rid of Andrew Garfield. We're keeping Andrew Garfield. So if you believe those portions of the rumors, just the fact that Andrew Garfield's out shows you that she's got nothing to do with it. <laughs> like She's got no control because her one sticking point, Kevin Feige was like, oh, yeah. Oh, and by the way, uh, can you get your boy Andrew on the phone? Because I'm about to fire him. <laughs> Oh Let us know what you think. Email us, popcast at panels.page.com, or leave us a voicemail, 616-951-1POP. What was that email again? What was that email again, Lee? Uh, one, popcast, the name of our show, <laughs> at panelsonpages.com, the name of our website. Now, you you email popcast at panelsonpages.com if you want to <coughs> email the popcast. If you want to complain about our uh, mascot's ass, Info at panelsonpages.com <laughs> yes. or message us on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, that's how that works. If Absolutely. you want to ask why there's no more Buffy articles, info at panelsonpages.com. <laughs> or All tout those are great. at tout.panelsonpages.ca. No one has tout anymore. <laughs> dot, uh, EDU. Dick pics. <laughs> dot WWE Network's free for one month because. Oh. They need help. Dick pics made me remember something. A quick little aside. We're driving around uh, house hunting, and uh, you spin me right round like a record right round comes on the radio, and Mary's like, this song always makes me think of meat spin. (laughs) (laughs) That takes me back. Good time. All right. Thank you, folks. Uh, For Jason Nyes, Jose Guzman, and Dan Mahoney. I am uh, the Lord Reverend Lee Rodriguez, and we'll talk to you guys next week at 10 p.m. Eastern, 9 p.m. Central at chat.panelsonpages.com. Good night. We love you, and goodbye. This isn't up for debate. It's not a question of toughness or just how much you can take. There's no press of a button that's gonna flush it away. You get the best you can muster when you get up from the table and join the rest of the public, avoiding sensitive subjects, enjoying relative comfort, but never once being great. History isn't written about the bystanders And there's no special edition print for the mild-mannered They didn't land on the moon to fly a white banner If life is a test, we thought of on the right answer This is for every thread in my extended network Under heavy pressure, never giving less than every extra effort The lessons of our predecessors were designed to challenge Till it requires us to rise above and find a balance It's time to set aside childish matters And climb to a higher status like Miles Morales We got a long way to go, many miles Many through our journey, we learn from Many trials, we gotta step up, step, step up, step up, we gotta step up, step, step up, step up. Yeah, we got a long way to go, many miles. Many miles. Our we learn from many trials, we gotta step up, step, step up, step up, we gotta step up, step, step up, step up, step up. Yeah, step up, step up. Yeah, yeah. Hip hop was 
times of obsessing, you can say an odd blessing. It went hand to hand with the man's progressing. But now it's daddy dad, the man's and job stressing. Meeting demands of a young man and God's blessing. I used to lay it all on the line to rhyme. But now it just stays on my mind while I design. I'm on my grown man grind, but yo, I'm feeling fine. It's still creating minds with time that I can find. It's for the love left shrine to the shine behind. You know it's like a damn crime, a ran and I can find. Gotta sacrifice if you wanna have it nice. You might see some good days and some savage nights. There comes a time in every man's life you gotta choose and figure out if your returns outweigh your dues. And from my graffiti days, let me play the blues. Sometimes the game you gotta choose what to lose. We got and a cruise. long way to go, many miles. Many miles. Through our journey, we learn from any trials. We gotta step up, step, step up, step up. We gotta step up, step, step up, step up. Yeah, we got a long way to go, many miles. Great power comes great responsibility. Some are born leaders, some accept it willingly. I took the values mom Duke instilled in me. Grew up, yet so much of my childhood is still with me. I was the problem child, teachers couldn't deal with me. Felt the pull and fought back, it was killing me. Only cat who dropped out after graduation traded in the chalk for the mic. I teach him lyrically. Took the package and waited years to unwrap it because I knew I had a calling but didn't think I could hack it. My biggest fear was probably losing the fire. Living in a dark space like a losing the Gaia. Why? Always figured that my music was fire. But who would ever think that I could move you to buy it? Now when I go to places, the rock shows, the stages of my own, and doubters are usually quiet. We got a long way to go, many miles. Many trials, we gotta step up, step, step up, step up, we gotta step up, step, step up, step up. That was wonderful. Bravo! I loved that. Oh, it was great. Well, it was pretty good. Well, it wasn't bad. Well, there were parts of it that weren't very good, it though. It could have been a lot better. I didn't really like it. It was pretty terrible. It was bad. It was awful. Was terrible. Get him away! Hey, boo! 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 boo. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.